This week on the program, get your barf bags and umbrellas out because we're talking about Dan Aykroyd's Nothing But Trouble. I'm Andrew Jupin. I've lost. <laughs> uh, I, I've also lost Americ Siska. You're correct. Chris Cabin. <laughs> and this is the season 13 premiere of We Hate Movies. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in as always. And that's right, we're back from the beach. We got a bunch of funny sunburns. <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah. Oh man, the straps are showing on my shoulders. I Hell just don't yeah, like dude. That. The funny sun funniest sunburn a person can have. And I've seen this only once. A dude, big heavy guy that used to live in my building, yeah. had an enormous lobster-esque sunburn. But he was obviously wearing bigger sunglasses than he was currently wearing at the time. <laughs> oh, so he had like nice. big white, you know what I mean? Like raccoon yeah. shit and like tiny little sunglasses underneath. <laughs> That's awesome. That fucking rule. He's wearing like Morpheus sunglasses. <laughs> he kind of was. Like he saw like one of those like test bombs going off and they just <laughs> yes. flash fried. <laughs> Uh, we hope you all had a nice little summer vacation or, you know, at least got to take some time away. Oh, sure. hell yeah. Please ease yourself. It's tough times right now. Absolutely. It is. So tough, in fact, that we we're talking about Nothing But Trouble from 1991. <sighs> Written and directed and starring and produced. <laughs> directed. By yes. Dan Aykroyd. Passion project of the man. Jesus Christ. I forgot all of that. Like, I knew he was in it. I didn't know that he wrote it. I've, I've like, steered clear of this movie for 20-some-odd mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, a whole deal Aykroyd joint. They should make yeah. a legacy sequel where there's, like, a little kid from Stranger <laughs> yeah. Things yeah. in it, you know? <laughs> Did, does, does he have any bastard children? Could they uh, come over to direct it? Because sure those are the does. only people who would be alive allowed to direct it we'll have to ch- check the toronto suburbs and i'm sure they're chock full of the uh, illegitimate acroids by the way speaking of toronto mm-hmm. we'll be there on october 27th if we you will. didn't hear yeah. we're doing a show in toronto i want to let people know saw four four saw four yeah and then denver on november 14th november 15th salt lake city Absolutely. and november 17th Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Just want to let the people know. WHMPodcast.com. Hit that tour tab. Eric is doing what I was doing last night, which is I was imagining I was somewhere else. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's kind of, you know what I mean? You just yeah. need to like kind of just curl up as this movie is unfurling. And you're like, what if I was in beautiful Toronto? Ooh, Toronto. or Denver. Ooh. That would be so much further away from the hellscape of New Jersey's Vulcanvania. Well, well uh, you know what? I'm not so cruel. We can take a moment here uh-huh. uh, mm. to maybe talk about how I won. Uh, sure, let's. And, uh, yeah, uh, no, we, there's not enough uh, patent on your back there. No, you no, start not, out. You, you haven't. I, I'll bit. be honest with you, Eric Siska. I haven't received one pat from you. Not you one. Want a pat? Oh, my I would God. like one. Right? Should I get? Oh man, I wish I could detach this mic. Let me see if we could pick it up. No, just hit him really hard. 
Oh, there That's it is. Good. Yeah. You know, That's good. Did that, that pick up? You know, yeah, that, that gave me some livelihood. It wasn't just a nice, you, you know, go. there was some energy Ooh, to that. That's going to feel like a sunburn. It's like half hard. Thank Yet you. Again, half hard, Eric, just like me. Eric is doing what I wanted to do last night, which is hit Chris Cabin. This is amazing. Yeah. Eric is just living out all my dreams. <laughs> so we're going to play, I as part of me winning, we... Uh, winning the VHS trailer VHS game, of trailer course, season 12. Right. Yes. VHS trailer game created... And distributed by Steven Sadak, suffered uh-huh. by Steven Sadak. Okay. Oh, I copyright Steven Sadak Incorporated. Did, did you mail it to yourself? What is <laughs> I this? Did. Okay, so for folks that don't know, might be new listeners. Screenplay are, rules. No, there's nothing but troubleheads trying to listen, and they're just like, what are we even talking about? Sure. There was a, a quiz game show, <laughs> a quiz show esque game show. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Chris has won two years in a row now sure. guessing yep. movie trailers. I have indeed. And there, is are... your mother proud? <laughs> very much so. She wants to hear this episode. She's very excited. Does your, sure. does your mom know that you've won the VHS trailer game twice now? I, I She knows that the VHS uh-huh. trailer game exists. Okay, that's, does whoa, she dude. know that you selected nothing but trouble? Uh, probably not. Did she watch this with you growing up? Oh, absolutely. Did she, I, I did put she her through this. this. Absolutely. Yeah, she yeah, liked yeah. that. She, uh, I mean, she, she was an that? Acroid head. Oh, she really? she really liked Aykroyd. So, uh, <laughs> and she also liked Chevy Chase. I mean, she was an SNL, yeah, you know, yeah, person. Yeah, sure. She liked all of that. Stuff. Interesting. Right. So, so she was in on this. So Chris won uh, the the prize that he got last year, which is uh, which is always the prize, which is you win a. A cameo by the celebrity of your choice. Last year, we had Ernie Hudson. I don't know who he is this year. So we got that. And in addition, because he won two years in a row, he now has Nothing But Trouble, uh, which is his own episode that he got to program, Mm -hmm. uh, mostly despite everyone in this room. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the, the, the cherry on top will be for season 13. But I he's going to win it. Uh, yeah, a luxury car, possibly, I'm we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like, you got to wow. do nothing crazy. Well, you know, like the, the Mary Kay Cosmetics Company has like the pink Cadillac, you know? Yeah, okay. So yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe there's like, like a Matchbox version. <laughs> yeah, like yeah I was going to say. It's wheels. Like, no, dude, well, we can do a little better than that. I think get like a nice beat up shitbox lemon car <laughs> from good. a country that doesn't exist yeah, anymore. I'd be on, your, that. on your or, yard. For hey, we get to do Clint Eastwood's pink Cadillac. Oh, there you go. We're talking things it's it's not so good is that a rom-com uh no it's a detective story i oh. believe and my blood is boiling <laughs> my that, pink blood is I, boiling oh uh, well now i've turned my tune i'm going to marry the car <laughs> <laughs> but nice. we so chris you should introduce yes. who you, our cameo is you well, let me play it right let or? me be clear you will i, I want i should say a few things uh one You'll know who it is. Uh, okay. That's like not going to be a problem. Do they say uh, their name to introduce themselves or like you will recognize right. the voice? I recognize the voice. So they're not professional, you're saying? Okay. I don't, I don't remember it fully, but I don't think they say their name. Maybe they do. Uh, but more importantly, something about Cameo. They ask you, and something you should know about this specifically. This is not an ad. Not an ad at all. Uh they give you 200, what they call 250 words to describe what you're supposed to tell this person to do. Yeah. Yeah. What they actually ask is characters. Oh, that's a huge difference. So there's almost... So you send them a tweet. Yeah, exactly. Like you, <laughs> yeah. You, almost nothing you could tell these people. Uh, I paid a little bit extra just to get 400 characters. <laughs> oh, that's how they shake you down. That's how they yeah. shake you down big time. Uh-huh. So I did that. Now, be clear. This will happen at the beginning of this uh, clip. I want to make it very clear. Okay. I I wrote and I was I remember because of how many characters I had. 
I very clearly wrote the name of our show. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we ate movies. This this podcast, you told yes. them that I, that was absolutely. Seemingly, in a, this is lost will, in translation. You will see why I'm saying this in a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> and second of all, uh, he did not shoot it. Uh, very well, but I am a believer that you should let the artist work, mm-hmm. let yep. them cook, let them do what they want. Yep, I, I'm, you know, you can ask them to do it again. I was not going to do that. I want th- his Wait, vision you can, on cameo. You can take a, you can have them take a mullet. You, that's you can a make good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Wow. You, didn't, you, didn't, you know, but there's probably some cameo review board. Yes. Whether yeah. or not uh, you're allowed, you'd, you'd be in cameo red tape right now, Chris Cabot, if you did that. I, 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 I didn't go with a big boy like Robert England, which who asks for like five hundred dollars. Wow, wow, uh, the audacity! But I mean, it's it's quite a lot. But hey, you know what? I went with a good one, someone we know, and uh, please enjoy. Andrew, Eric, and Steve, <laughs> Eric Roberts here. We looked on your Insta for your podcast. Help us out, guys. We need to find you. This sounds awesome, fun, Chris. Congratulations on your win. Thank you, Eric Roberts. trailer game. Andrew, <laughs> congrats to you, too. I mean, it's second place, but you're cool with that, right? Yes, Eric, Eric Roberts. game's not going to unrig itself. You let it stay rigged for two years. <laughs> Steve, what up with the obscure clues, dude? What exactly are you trying to prove? <laughs> you guys are all amazing. You've got your signatures on everything you do. Invite me. I want to be part. Peace out. Stay cool. Well, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Eric oh, Roberts, you have God. an open seat on this podcast. Whenever you like, Just sir. don't listen to anyone that any of your own movies. Well, that's good news. We can put those all behind a paywall on Once in oh. a Lifetime on Patreon. Eric, yeah, Eric totally Roberts right. ain't going to spend sure. 10 bucks. That's yeah, true. no, it's like, oh, hey, Eric Roberts, you want to come on and talk about that time you were in Inherent Vice? <laughs> <laughs> the Pope of Greenwich Village. Come oh, on, baby. Yeah, okay, yeah, a little bit of a larger t- role. Oh, dude, sure, sure. The Dark Knight featuring Eric oh, Roberts. Yeah, yeah, what do right. you think about the three seeds you were in, mister? <laughs> yeah, he can just sit there while we're talking about fucking Batman's cum or whatever. <laughs> he's, just, he's just there talking about how he was cut out of every scene. <laughs> it's just Almost like, that one. Nope. Out. Actually, oh. I was supposed to be on the side this one, too. If Chris just moved the camera a little bit to the right, I was right there. <laughs> I, I was right next to the burning money. It smelled <laughs> awful. Eric, if you're listening. Listening. This is a this is an endearing impression. Of we course. love you. We love, we love all you your very movies, much. especially best of the best two. Runaway yeah. Train, sir, just absolutely wonderful work. So like working with John Voight. That's, yeah, that's the real question. Probably mm. not great. I, you know what? Asshole. I gotta say. He brought it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? He did, like yeah. he just absolutely. He just kind of like he was. He was riffing. He was zigging and zagging. Yep. I actually believe that he wants to listen to our podcast, which he absolutely does not want to do. Yeah, um, he's a great actor. For, exactly, he's a fantastic actor. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. He's got so much time on the set of all those Lifetime movies. It's true. Maybe he's listening to a lot of podcasts. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> well, he's always got to be mentally preparing for the next Lifetime movie too. Remember, he is a professional, <laughs> and he does want to you know take the time. But, well, well done, Chris. You've done it once again. Thank you. Excellent cameo curation. <sighs> thank and you. It's, it's absolutely choice. not rigged. Season and, 13 will be coming up sometime this month, and it won't be rigged. Oh, <laughs> so finally. Okay, now I might have a chance. <laughs> this is finally I, I like year this. three. We decided to go unrigged. Yeah, we're just going to take, take the hook off there. Mm-hmm. Now anyone can win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything we can to uh, not yes. talk about nothing but oh, trouble. I, on my way here, I was thinking about, uh, I was doing an improv practice years and years ago, and I started the scene, 
doing a bad, I think it was like a bad German accent. Nice. And then like, and it's just a practice. And so I wasn't really, and I was like, like three lines and I'm like, this isn't working. And I just stopped the accent. And um, my coach at the time, who I believe was Anthony Atomanik, stopped me. And he's like, hey, if you make a shit sandwich, you have to eat it. Oh, and yeah. that, <laughs> that is A, very fitting to this, that I had to watch Nothing But Trouble, but also sure. B, that's kind of what this movie is. Like, it's a shit yeah. sandwich Dan Aykroyd made. Like, come on, everybody, let's go eat it. And then, like, everyone's like, shit, do I have to? I, uh. I absolutely agree with you. And I would say that the major problem with it, as we're going to talk about it, but is that it's not a sloppy enough shit nope. sandwich. Yes. Nope. That's I need true. it to be a little slop. I don't need these nice, like, the, the perfectly coiled, like, dog turds. You want to see <laughs> those I need peanuts. Slops. You need those peanuts and corns. And, dude, I need to Forget slop. peanuts and corn, dude. I need a fucking cascade, a tidal wave yeah, yeah, yeah. of diarrhea. Oh, a real yeah. fucking TGI Friday's mudslide the, kind of thing. The shining elevator. Yeah. Yeah, but with, but with yeah. the shit. Yeah. shit yeah. With the diarrhea. Well, I mean, this movie is kind of pretty vulgar. It's not in a language sense but in the in the sense of how disgusting Visually, it's, yeah. it's grimy it's disgusting yes but yes they cut out some extra what? extra grime and violence to make it pg-13 the the way it, it, it i don't know how this came to him but the idea is essentially let's make texas chainsaw massacre 2 yep. a hollywood comedy yes. yeah yeah that is Pretty the much. general like almost like a traditional like almost like a uh, uh, uh Cary grant old like the yeah. beginning is very like stagey in that way the uh, first 20 minutes of this movie i would argue aren't really that bad i, I was I surprised agree. eric wasn't like absolutely over the moon that this thing starts with this guy crooning the good life with the twin towers yes, yes, just yes. right in the, yes. uh, that guy by the way is ray charles oh, i had the same thing yeah. I, it what doesn't sound like ray it charles doesn't sound exactly. like it's, just, no. it's very like whatever really? i just like early 90s like contemporary poppy jazz yeah. nonsense did he oh, re-record wow. it Maybe? I, I have no idea. It's, okay. just, it's Ray Charles is singing the tune. So what's the, what's the history with this movie? I've seen this movie probably thirty times. Wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah because I'm, it was on HBO yes, nonstop the in the nineties. I hated this movie growing up, and I watched it like twenty times. Same, you know what I mean? Like, I just I, hated I didn't like time. it. My older brother would put it on, I think, to annoy me. I oh. didn't like it. I just it was just on. I'm like, well. It would be like between whatever is on. I was like, I guess I'm watching Nothing But Trouble again, a movie I loathe. I have, I guess the thing was, uh, I mean, what at least hooked me the first time was, I mean, I was also into Aykroyd and Chase from the SNL years. Sure. But also, it was the first rap song I liked. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Digital Underground with uh, Tupac. Like, yes. this, this was like the uh, same song, the same old song, something yes. like that. Uh, I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. I was like, oh. Uh, hey, hey, I like one, rap. One of the best parts in the movie, to yes, be honest. Honestly. Yeah, but just because you like that digital underground song doesn't mean you watch nothing but trouble 30 times. But if it's on yes. all the time and it's that versus C-SPAN I mean, or whatever. Yeah, this is, like, this is the, the pre-streaming thing that yeah. younger audiences might not understand. We couldn't sure. just be like, oh, yes, I'm going to watch all of uh, Godard today because I have uh, a Criterion channel. No, no, no. We had to just watch Nothing But Trouble. We were held hostage by HBO and these movie channels, TNT and TBS. Well, it's interesting you're saying HBO because I caught this a lot, not 20 or 30 times, maybe 10, 15. Sure. On Comedy Central. Ah. Because often this was like an afternoon movie. Yeah. You know, if I had stuck around like that block of like, <clears throat> like good SNL and like kids in the hall episodes. And then they would like go into a movie, like the movie mm -hmm. that would be on before the daily show yeah. came on. <laughs> yeah. And that movie, a lot of the time was nothing but trouble. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I mean, like it's, 
it's kind of funny. Like one, Aykroyd did direct this. We wrote and directed it. He did not want to direct it at all. No. Like he, he went to. Uh, Landis said no. Landis was like no. Uh, a murderer said no. <laughs> Too yeah. close to home. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 I already did the bone stripper on my last film. Sorry. <laughs> right. like, wait, wait. Can I get? Can I kill Chevy Chase? <laughs> oh, interesting. Hey. He's Chevy, like we're gonna a, do a helicopter scene at night. He's got a mousetrap thing going throughout the <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. This movie has so many fucking traps in yeah. that house. It's like a, it's like Jigsaw. Now, Chevy, make sure you hit your mark. It's very important <laughs> that you hit your mark because something's going to hit you. Uh, uh, Hughes, yeah. Hughes said no. John Hughes said no. Hughes said no. Reitman said no. I think Reitman was like, I just spent 1988 making fucking Ghostbusters 2 with Dan Aykroyd. Yes. I am not going to be doing that again. Yeah, these are soon. also terrible choices for what this movie is. Right. All right. Well, hang on a second, though. So I'll throw this the other way back in your face. Who's a good director to well, make this movie? The very obvious <laughs> choice here is Toby Hooper. Right. Or, but, or, right. or get Dennis Hopper. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I mean but, but then you would have to. If this was an R-rated movie where uh-huh. you were seeing blood and guts going all over the place, but the casting was like. We're putting a bunch of comedy people in yeah. it. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting thing. For sure. You know, seeing John Candy go through a fucking meat grinder or something, <laughs> like whatever. There you go. Cameron Crowe. <laughs> uh, I think Tim Burton could have done something here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Okay. I mean, obviously, like, Beetlejuice is an inspiration here in terms of, like, just the wacky tone and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, comedy horror, more on the comedy side. But, like, without... This movie needs a director, and this movie does not have one, and it's an yeah. enormous problem. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Dan Aykroyd's probably taken a lot of shit over the years for this movie. He knows it's not good. Yes. Apparently, there's like some, there was a new Blu ray at some point. He does a commentary for it, and he's <laughs> like, you know, it didn't work. He does the old, it didn't work at the time, but people come up to me and tell me they like oh, it now. On. And I'm like, I bet you can count on two hands the amount of times someone has told Dan Aykroyd they like Here's that something, movie. though. In 2010, Dan Aykroyd was interviewed for New Hampshire Magazine when asked. New uh, Hampshire Magazine? New Hampshire Magazine, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, uh, pardon me, Mr. Aykroyd. Uh, uh, Mark Stallone, uh, uh, New Hampshire Magazine. Yeah. Uh, uh, if he had any regrets, he said, well, the movie I directed, I wish it done better. Because it, I know it is a serviceable, a good serviceable comedy. Nope. It was called Nothing But Trouble. It just got hit by the Gulf War. Oh, what? Yeah. what? And then a f- Julia Roberts comedy and a Jodie Foster movie in the same marketplace, and we were dead. Okay, People so want to watch it on DVD, and they tell me they like it. It's yeah. 91, so I think he's talking about Silence of the Lambs. Yes. The but Gulf War? I mean, that's he's trying the, to say that he's people He's blaming us on Storm and Norman, he would ra- People would rather watch that grainy Scud missile footage from <laughs> yeah, Gulf War rather- One than to go to the movie theater. We would like to watch the bombing of Kuwait <laughs> over going to the movies to see nothing but trouble. They were right to. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. a better use of your time. <laughs> Although I will say, a pretty good couple of explosions in this movie sure sure yeah (laughs) opened eighth at the box office i i love the the opening this like helicopter shot of new york city yeah is just a suite that you purchase right you like can i get the editorial suite of whatever of new york at night thank you so much and i guess in the update from texas chainsaw which obviously inspiration in those movies it's not so much well i guess number two they dabble in but the yuppie like the whole yuppie angle like once you leave 
Yeah. That beautiful Manhattan we get to see, yep. you're going to be eviscerated by fucking hellbillies. Well, that's, I think it, it, it has the cartoonish nature of the second one. The second yeah. one is way yeah. more cartoony. And part two, there's definitely yuppies versus yes. like right, the first I just movie. Remember those kids aren't yuppies. Those they're, kids they're driving the car and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. that and they, the, right. they drive up alongside them and they're hitting the car. They're like the college kids. And the, you know, yes, you know, like they the, are. But they are preppy the one, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, here we have the fully established like super yuppies of he's so he's so rich i guess he's like dabbling it's always like the stock guy there's always been a stock guy he's well he's a person who's as this will come up he's a person who is into banking but is not just a banker i'm i'm a financial analyst a publisher a financial publisher i don't even know what the fuck that means because he makes like a very fucking quaint homegrown Chevy Chase's own Financial Times, basically. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. he's given that out at the beginning of the movie. He's like, oh, did you yes. take my newsletter? And Peter Aykroyd, uh, the, the the doorman, is like, oh, thanks for the stock tip. My wife is, you know, loves it. Peter Aykroyd doing this Irish accent for no reason. Sure. And also, I thought for a second. Story by credit, too. Oh, yeah, definitely story by credit. I thought, looked at him really quickly, and I was like, oh, because it's Chevy Chase. He Doesn't he kind of look like... Um, the kid from Caddyshack. You smoke. You do drugs, yes. Danny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. What is that guy's name? Oh, always drives me nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, it's Lost Keith. to Lost Michael O'Keefe. To, nope, no, nope, it's Lost to the Sands of Time. <laughs> no, no, dude, you, someone doesn't watch Law and Order on this channel. <laughs> um, Speaking of, I mean, the, the the helicopter shot looks like they like. Hey, we've seen that Law and Order show. Do you have the rest of footage you use <laughs> from that intro? Because we could take that. We could run with it. Well, baby. that's I mean, that's literally what B-roll is. You yeah. just pay for it. And, you know, if you're not if your crew ain't getting it themselves, you pay for it. Uh, it so, yeah, there's probably a lot of in the city of inconvenience. Stop sign crimes are considered especially heinous. <laughs> <laughs> These are their stories. <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, gunk. It, it couldn't be a dung dung. Yeah. It would have to be a fucking. <laughs> Court is but, now in session. Hula, 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 hula. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Also, I mean, Dean Cundy shooting. Yeah. This. You my know, normally, God. Wow. I always, I to this day, I will do the Hey, Dean Cundy gag out loud. I did it when Steve and I saw The Thing a couple weeks ago. I was like, Hey, Dean Cundy in the theater. This time that came up and I was like, hey, Dean Cundy. <laughs> What's it, up, man? Were you feeling okay? I yeah. would love to know the story behind it because it doesn't even look that good. No, it does not. No, no, not at all. I mean, because I think, again, Akron has no idea where to put the camera, how to move it, how to create any tone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, right. It is. I mean, like, I do think this movie would be a little bit better if there were if the gore was in there because it, yes. ne- it desperately You're needs right, it. You're right, because it's like Texas Chainsaw 2 where it's still funny, but. You have those scary elements, and it kind of all works somehow. Yes. And here, nothing works. No. Also, but there's no tone to it. The, the no. gore would help. It would be uh, ketchup on a disgusting hot dog or <laughs> mustard on a hot dog, depending on your liking. I like <laughs> a little bit of ketchup and mustard. But it would be you know something to dress it with, but it wouldn't be enough. Well, that's the thing, right, is a lot of times you know things in, in horror movies are forgivable, like bad direction-wise and whatnot, because you are looking at gore, yes. and it's scary, oh, yeah. so you're you're... It's easier to miss how bad a horror movie can yes. be sometimes. You know, obviously not all the time. But this is like, there's fucking nothing. There's no directorial flair to this. There's no there's cinematographer no blood. flair. People strip their skeletons and you have no blood. It's, it's stupid. You show me a Daniel Baldwin death and it's not wet. I mean, yeah, come on. It, it better be fucking sloppy. Also, I love the logic here, too. It's like, oh, yeah, we better not give nothing but trouble an R rating. It's really going to hurt its box office. Like, what are you doing? This movie was supposed to release on Christmas, and then they pushed it out to 
to Valentine's well, Day. Well, that, yeah. uh, that I would be like, okay, so it's a troll. Like, <laughs> that's like the only thing that would have made sense is Wait, to open this thing on fucking Christmas, Christmas Day. It wasn't, it wasn't Halloween? I no, 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 it was Christmas yes. Day originally. And they, they swapped it to a different movie stupid. once they saw the cut of this. But, but like, I, could you imagine taking your family <laughs> <laughs> Christmas? I mean, I guess this is because it, it, it's candy. It's fucking Chevy Chase. Demi Moore was hot well, at the, the time. The logic is like, a, what was that? That uh, Sherlock and Watson released on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, it's comedy from two names oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 And it also did Crap. badly. Well, sometimes Crap. that does work. Like that that Sherlock Holmes Guy Ritchie movie right. came out on Christmas. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense because it's like, oh, here's a, a movie that, you know, different kinds of audiences can enjoy. Yeah, like Four put Quadrant. It, yeah, put, yeah. It at the, put it out at the holidays and everybody can go after you yeah. open presents. Or if yeah. you don't do Christmas, you got a movie. Totally fine for a fucking, you know, Sherlock Holmes legendary character, action movie-ish, whatever. But this, like, pseudo-horror nonsense? Like a horror comedy opening wide Christmas Day? It just does not make sense. <laughs> no. And by the way, should point out all these fucking dumb considerations that were made. Let's not forget, this is a Warner Brothers movie. So yes. of the proud tradition of fucking it up. <laughs> Warner <laughs> Brothers, who was at the same time dealing with the bonfire of the vanities disaster yep. yeah. at, at the very that is just that that's like the tw end of twister when the two storms are coming together <laughs> and the super shit thing happens it's a real shame they couldn't shelve this for a tax break oh man <laughs> they would have they absolutely this i mean yeah so, they, the, the accountants let this movie down like, oh no, no 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 just oh it's done excellent now just shelve it tax break yes no. don't tell this dan this one's probably so bad though that if they didn't release it they'd probably have to pay more taxes for some reason <laughs> This is what you owe. They, so, they get audited and they watch the movie, the IRS agents, and suddenly up the fee. We're always watching you. So anyway, yeah. this does, it starts with him coming into uh, his building, yep. uh, Chevy Chase, uh, playing Chris Thorne. Sure. Uh, he bumps into Demi Moore, uh, who has glasses on. Uh, and this is a weird thing. Uh -huh. Like, he immediately is like, oh, she's, it's Demi Moore in 1991. She's yep. looking great. Uh-huh. In about five minutes, they do the glasses off gag, uh, kind of. Oh, really? Right. Where he's like, oh, well, hello. Well, because like he's like, uh, so they meet. Uh, there is uh, a, a sweet a swapping of a, a file. Uh, right, he's holding a file that has some something about this landfill deal, and she's the lawyer on that accounter for the guy, or she's dating the guys. Or kind of both. It's also yes. super vague. Right, yes. it's very vague, and she takes the file out of his hands. Pushes it into his hands an espresso machine and a bag of dog shit. A bag of dog shit, which, which is what this movie is. Also, yes, is. I mean, also this is. I mean, Andrew was saying you were saying that there are little laugh moments in this. There are. here and there. There's a couple. I do. I, it's yeah. not a cohesive laughing no. experience, but that thing with the with the elevator when she steps out and it's it's a good Chevy Chase physical comedy trying to hold everything. Yeah. And yeah, he says thanks for the espresso machine. And the bag of shit. <laughs> and it's like it's that good Chevy Chase, like the first part and then yeah. the second part delivery, yeah. like very good. She's got this haircut that's like um the dog person in the uh, Paul Abdul video. Like it's this like really <laughs> or even like the or the even dog the dog person. The dog dude in the Paul well, Abdul I video. A cat. I think it's a cat person. Oh, it's a cat person. Cat. I apologize. I apologize. Person. <laughs> Speaking of acronyms reminding me of uh, Lady Zool or what Gozer yes. or whatever her name is. Gozer the Gozerian. Yeah. yeah. So it was working for me is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, it's working for everybody. Damn me more. 
Yeah. It's, uh, you know, my, my lord. Goes yeah. to the Garzarian <laughs> by the state of uh, New York City and the, and the county of New York City. You have to wear this skimpy outfit and wear this jacket. Yang, yang, yang. Dude. Eat the, this hot dog. It is fucking wild. I mean, so like, yeah, this short skirt that she's wearing through pretty much the entire movie, yeah. all, you know, this movie's a weird, like, the beginning, it's one night, and yes. then most of the movie is an entire day into a night, and then again, the end of the movie <laughs> the is like a tiny little other day. Longest so, night ever. Yeah, I mean, so most <laughs> of it is them in the same costumes or whatever, and she's just wearing this, like, cocktail dress that's very skimpy in the bosom and yeah. in the fucking leg department, and this poor woman, they are having her fall tits down, <laughs> ass up, a thousand different ways. Let's and do I'm, it again! Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah! Take 47. What I read today, which chills me to my bone, is that Aykroyd, because the makeup performance was so uh, strenuous, he had to get in and out of stuff, he would just actually direct in the outfits for the most part. So could you imagine taking directions from this shit, baby? Hi, fire me. Fire me, please. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, he's just like, all right, uh, what the, the, the emotion of the scene, what you want to do is to make sure that you're terrified. And you're, like, you're, you're wearing a diaper. And that's another reason. Sir, why, you're wearing a diaper. Another reason why you can't direct after sitting in a makeup chair for four hours. Like, exactly. He's, he's going to be worn down. Do you think anywhere there exists a set photo of him dressed up in the Bobo costume and he's doing like the two hand, like the gun fingers (laughs) to make the frame with your hands? Like, so it's going to hair when you're going in close on my fucking fake fupa I have on here. (laughs) That's again, I think that's what Dean Cudney's problem was. He's like, I usually like to talk to the director. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And Dan, I got it. And no, how I got ugly it, these costumes are. He probably closed his eyes when he filmed the film. Hey, hey, Dean, why are you on the phone with your accountant again? <laughs> hey, what, what, what's going on here? Should we get this shot going? It's just these. I mean, it, this movie is one of those, like, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. Yes. Yeah. And it happens like three or four times where I was like, holy shit, this movie just leveled up. Because well, I mean, th- that's a good thing for a movie like this. Almost, yes. right? Like, well, it's cha- It's not like lingering on anything. Yeah. It's moving forward pretty regularly, which I do like. It helps pacing quite a lot. Yeah. But like, especially it, like. I don't even like this beginning because it is just kind of like, let's just set up the car. Yes. Oh, I agree. Let's, yeah. It's just like done. this, like this whole scene is like Demi Moore is dating and representing this guy named like Schultz or something like that. Doesn't even matter. Sons or something that she wants to see him. He's out in Atlantic city. Uh, Chevy Chase knows him and is willing to give uh, her a ride because she's Demi Moore. Yes. Uh, and that's what they're going. That's what the setup is. Is they're going yes. out to Atlantic City with their Brazilianaire friends. Right. His- <laughs> Brazilianaire, by the way. Way to go, dude! Excellent portmanteau for a rich Brazilian. So Chevy Chase is like their financial advisor to Taylor Negron, and I forget the actress's name. But yeah, his sister. Yes, oh. Ronaldo is the sister. I forget. The actress's name. Uh, it's uh, Bert, uh, Bertilla, Bertilla Damas as Ronaldo. And uh, of course, you know, they're dialed up to 11. Oh, and, Taylor and Negron, by the way, playing w- Faustus. Or Fausto. Exactly. Fausto. Yeah. That's pretty which, great. Which yeah. kind of works. I'm kind oh, of yeah. having fun with these he, characters. He and her are fucking great in yeah. this movie. Yeah. They're Should dialed we- up to 11. It's beautiful. They, but like what I was saying about the thing is like, it's very stupid. Like this is shows how incompetent this is, is that like, Chevy Chase is attracted to Demi Moore. It's very clear. Yeah. And then he comes out to get the car the next day and he's hung over and he's like, you know what? Not doing it. Right. And then she comes out without the glasses uh, on and he's like, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. yeah. 
I yeah. think I, I like I actually like that joke. It's sure, kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not about the glasses, but it is just sort of like I'm so hangover. I can't do this. Like whoa, whoa, boner attack. And I yeah. mean, like it's 1991. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Sure. sure yeah. I do kind of like this. Uh, Chevy Chase has like whatever was going on with Jesse Pinkman after he killed uh, Gail. Like he's just got <laughs> people having a party at his house all the time. Like, and he's just yeah. like, he, like, he, he, like uh, he comes home and like Ackroyd's like. The party already started, Mr. Thorne. And he's like, oh, man, the party. I forgot. And it's like, yeah. So people are just coming to his house, blowing rails. It's Definitely. Almost, it's almost like it's like this movie's, you know, a caricature of people who live out in the sticks as much as it is. Yes. The rich people. Like you just imagine, oh, if you're a rich person, you're just having crazy parties all the time. Crazy. That's why I wish this they lived in this a little more though. Yeah, like you don't even really get a sense of like what the apartment is like. Yeah. There's only like the foyer and then like the you know, bar, the bar area. You well, know, not well, not a lot there. If he's running this party, I mean, you had to talk to some tenants about reserving this space. It's a communal space they're using for. Oh, this I thought party. it was his apartment. No, that's no, downstairs. No, 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 he said it. You, I'll be up I'll in be the, at penthouse. the penthouse. Yes, well, it's, but it's, doesn't he have to go back down to? Isn't it like an open area that he goes? I think into? his house is. Just it's just have the biggest fucking apartment. Yes. I've yeah, ever I, seen. I mean, I think it's just maybe a little big. And, and again, yeah. Badger and Skinny Peter coming in with 30 pizzas and fucking six <laughs> bottles of yeah. scotch yeah. and all the crank you could do. And we are just <laughs> living in this man's house. If yeah. this is his house, this rivals the three men and a baby. Yes. Like yes. nonsense. Oh, that this place. This sucker is huge because it does seem like he just like left it and didn't come back. Like, yeah. I guess Pete Aykroyd is checking in on the thing. I mean, yeah, as the friendly doorman. My thing, though, is like Demi Moore also lives in the building. Yeah. Yes. So she too is wealthy. Yeah. You know, to some yes, degree. She yes. doesn't have she's the penthouse like Chevy Chase, but yeah, she's yeah. a lawyer. She lives in this building. I know where you're going, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. Why does she need a ride from Chevy Chase to the AC? Just fucking pay for yourself to go. Yeah, just pay for a charter a car or whatever. I mean, it's expensive. I mean the, Dial seven 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 seven. You know, maybe she's into yeah, it. Yeah, she oh, wants the yeah. Chevy D. You know? That might be part. I mean, because she's upset when those Brazilians show up because you know they're kind of a part. They're not really a party killer. They're a party elevator. They, but big party. if you want to get a crotch party, they're part. Sure, if you want an intimate killer. moment while yeah. you're driving, that's yeah. not going to be happening. Crotch <laughs> party, and it's <laughs> a real intimate moment while driving. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna give him road head. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say road head, but yes. I mean, maybe it's just a jack-off scenario. Sure, yeah. you know? A hangy on the road. That's fine. Yeah. Highway you, know, you don't want John Candy pulling you over for that. <laughs> um, and, like, I, I I forgot this movie. I, for some, like, when I was watching this with Taylor, you know, Taylor Negron and his sister, who he may or may not be fucking. Which is mm. also a great thing that yes. they, like, totally play with. Yes. Because apparently the two of them got together and were like working out a lot of their dialogue. This is another thing where apparently a lot of people say like why this movie feels so fucking like you threw the kitchen sink at it Yeah, is because Dan Aykroyd for not being a director was taking like everybody's suggestions like great one, great idea, great idea, great. And so he let them like do all their lines and stuff. And then he was like, okay, that's what you're going to say. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And that's the only time that, worked in this movie him being right. a non-director doormat worked for their dialogue i just feel like T- taylor negron was like you know if we do this really well 
I don't have to look at that guy in a diaper. Like the so- the sooner we can get out of here, the sooner sure. we can get to lunch. I do not have to look at Dan in a diaper. I mean, they're the winners here because they probably wrapped way before. Oh yeah, else. totally. You're yeah. you're not gonna believe it. I talked him into shooting the last scene actually in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> we, he we, he's paying for it all, baby. We gotta do it. How are we gonna also gonna do Brazil? Yang yang. It's gotta be convincing. Don't you understand? There is a great gag at the party where we do meet the, yeah. the brother and the sister, and Chevy Chase sort of like mentions that he's going on this drive with Demi Moore. And Taylor Negron's like, oh, it's so great. We'll definitely come with you. It sounds like such a party. We'll see you tomorrow. And then, you know, Demi Moore's like, what? These people are coming with us? What is going on? And Chevy Chase goes, uh, he goes, uh, oh, they're uh, they're Brazilian. They have breakfast at 2 p.m. We'll never see them again. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I want to be clear. He's always saying Brazilianaires. Yes. He, we oh, were, is he? We're really trying to make this fucker work. Like, he oh, just cannot say. I didn't even notice. A millionaire from Brazil. Oh, you know, that's funny. I heard it as Brazilian heirs. Like, oh, they're heirs from Brazil. This ah. is interesting. Yeah, I don't so know. Brazilian, Brazilianaire is funnier, and it's, it's a portmanteau. That's, I thought that was a joke. Yes, I thought yeah. that was a Well, there's many ways to read this rich yes tattoo. i guess yes <laughs> ever twisting it's a godard movie there's you a know. lot of perspectives to consider <laughs> you know and i you can tell what level of movie we're dealing with here on the show when none of us watch this with subtitles on no not at all because you know we will have those things you know like on the nexus a lot of the times like, oh, i want to make sure i'm getting the name right all the planets and the ships and whatnot this i could not have you got 94 fun. minutes from me my friend and that yep. is it that's it. ticking motherfucker <laughs> i hit play on that remote control and that's the last i'm I, gonna touch it until i hit stop i'm already gripping the couch waiting for the entrance of bobo so yes. you know what you just get this fucking thing done with so they go um he's got it's really important I mean, it kind of comes to nothing but He's got this fucking early GPS system, this television. The first GPS. It's like RoboCop's car. It's incredible. (laughs) These things were weird, dude, because they... It wasn't like an actual, like how we have GPS now. It yeah. was just like a thing. A console. Part it, of a console. It was a console that was just like a digital collection of maps. Yes. So you're just looking That's at a map. It. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And you had to like probably like take apart your car to get it installed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. You got to send it to those creeps at the Geek Squad. Because I think like um, Chevy Chase wants to take a, a very direct route to Atlantic City, but uh, Taylor Negron and his sister want to have a picnic somewhere. This is a nice country drive when they're you know in the you know the, yeah, it's out of Newark, the wasteland. Yes, yeah. yes. The, uh, the whenever you think of New Jersey, well, for people who are not from New Jersey. Yes. They think of that industrial waste corridor near the airport and all that. Think a lot of like pipes and metal things blowing fire out. Right. For the Midwest folks, I don't know, Gary, Indiana, something like that. Sounds right. So did Bruce Springsteen write a song about Vangalvania or did he not? Yeah, it was one of I pulled over in a small little town (laughs) and a fat judge tried to kill me. Took off his penis nose. (laughs) (laughs) And a two fat men in diapers were hanging around. Fat man pulled me over. (laughs) Don't know where I'm going. She wanted to get married, and I said, I think you're just John Candy in a dress. <laughs> I mean, honestly, State Trooper could be about this. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> Mr. State Trooper, please don't eat me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please don't bone strip me. Yeah, maybe uh, the bone stripper was a, a Sixth Avenue freak out, a freeze out, possibly. <laughs> you know, the whole John Candy character meant to be sympathetic because he's like, 
the good guy. He's like, uh, he's wishy-washy, but he's still going along with it. You don't have to pull someone over for making, yes. not making a full stop at the fucking stop sign. I'll tell you the only reason that you could consider him a good guy is because he gets out of here very quickly. Yes, he yes. does. <laughs> he sees the writing on the wall. It seems more like a John Candy scenario than uh, John Candy the character scenario. Like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, let, yeah, let, right. me, let, let me do less. Because <laughs> So they, uh, Taylor Negron wants to take a, a picnic, so they wind up kind of going off course here. They wind up in Vancalvania? Vancalvania. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're like, like a- oh, it's a village. <laughs> Look at the little village. It's, the, it's like the village from Jim Cotta. Like, it's, like, just, yes. it's, it's a bad, like, ghost town. Apparently, Parmistan. The, the, oh, yeah, <laughs> Parmistan. Dude. There you go. I would rather go to Parmistan for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Parmistan or New Jersey? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I live in New Jersey. Um, you live in Vancalvania. I do, yeah. <laughs> but I love this town because it's got like these steam pipes and shit jutting out of the road. They have to dodge. There's yeah. like these weird, uh, you know, obviously hellbilly esque folks. And there's also those two bikers. And what was the line? It was uh, something in Mr. Clean. Yeah. Evil Knievel and Mr. Clean. I, these aren't even like banger of jokes. But for some reason, Chevy doing those asides still gets to me. I, yeah. I mean, it's me. Yeah. I, I would like to see them. Uh, a Marlboro man and the Harley Davidson kind of movie yeah. with Evil Knievel and Mr. Clean. What? That might be that. good. He, I don't know where he gets Evil Knievel from because it's, it's just, just a motorcycle. He has a bike. He's on a motorcycle. Like, one's and, bald and one. They're both on motorcycles. And they're both one, drinking outside, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The uh, one of the the like freak, like hellbilly people like sitting up at the house yeah. watching them drive through. Apparently, a couple of those folks, Dan Aykroyd's own family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Like his dad. No makeup for you, you fucking freaks. <laughs> now, what you want to be is filth. You understand that? Filth. You pa. are a grime of society. Pa, take your teeth out. Yang, yang. <laughs> being painted fish heads. For this, for this uh, set here that they drive through, I guess it was uh, the set that they actually filmed the movie High Noon on. Ooh, so it was like wow. an old, it was an old West set, and they were like, this looks a little too like old West. How can we? make it not look like the old west and someone had the great idea we'll just paint a yellow strip down the dirt road <laughs> yeah. and now it looks like modern times look. you're doing what you shouldn't be doing when you're you know we've all taken that wrong turn and you're like oh we're in this weirdo town mm-hmm. oh yeah you don't slow roll it open your windows like just Gawk. gawking is the word Demi yeah. Moore is sticking her head out the car window looking at these people like she's on a fucking safari you don't do it dude yeah. you, I mean you you, but, you you close the windows you go, oh look at that fucking girl. holy shit look at that fucking girl. and it's yeah. like they think that all these people look alien but yeah. really they're the ones that look alien right because most of America now, much like Vulcanvania now my pop cousins I, not all you have to think this but one of you colung just <laughs> have it in the back of your brain colung it is interesting that those two guys were drinking. You'd think yes. that they, I guess they're not going to be brutalized because they, their families have been there. Since they're the grimy, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're sort of just like legacy. Yeah. yeah. yeah no yeah. one from Vancalvania seems to wind up at the judge's clutches. It's only like people who outsiders. Yeah. Dri- people driving through with those, them New York plates. And now like, I guess you could just say that the assumption here is like his, their motivation for this whole operation is like, yeah, just like we don't like outsiders or whatever, but I need something. Yeah, yeah. Like Dan Aykroyd's fucking, you know, the judge is sacrificing souls to a demon. That would be that would be amazing. Instead, I mean, there's mentions of like the, the ID the room, sh- the Shire law, because they're like 
fiefdom like it's pre Magna Carta is mentioned yes. by Demi Moore that something like, yeah some law before so Mac- it's no like- Master Frodo that, <laughs> that judge is gonna cock at his nose Master Frodo look at it Master Frodo his nose has a willy on it <laughs> we have to go to Vulcanvania we have to destroy the ring no Mr. Frodo it's not a hot dog it's a meat penis Mr. Frodo <laughs> That's all it is. You know what? Even when it got dark and we were fighting spiders, I never had to see Dan Aykroyd in a diaper, Mr. Frodo. Look I'm out, going Mr. fucking Frodo. home. I'm going fucking home. Mr. Frodo, what's out there in the junkyard? That's two of the fattest orcs I've ever seen. <laughs> Mr. Frodo, what has happened with his belly? What? What is that? Well, you know, this is kind of like Isengard. They've destroyed all the trees. Sure. Yep. The, <laughs> the floor is fucking hot from all the coal mining or whatever that was going down. Yeah, the, the coal fires are going on underneath this. That, I think, to your point, Andrew, is what that is. Instead of like, oh, you know, in, uh, in Texas Chainsaw, it's about, you know, industry dried up, the butcher, the 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 the, the, far, the hog farm or whatever went away. Yeah, so air started, guns took away sledgehammers. So now we do this. This is like Dan Aykroyd's great uncle or whatever was fucked over by a banker right. and he hates bankers. And you know what? The, what's so funny about this is like you immediately think, okay, this guy, there, there's a way they try to make it him not anti-Semitic. Yes. yes. Yeah. Is that there's a former Nazi rocket scientist's passport <laughs> or whatever was in the attic later on. And that's the, that lets them say banker what as a slur for the Man. entire thing. And it's okay. Many bad people on both sides. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's an equal opportunity. He'll kill a Nazi and he'll kill some dope smoker. He he'll says do something, something, something like, "Oh, there it is, like a like somebody doing something else. A banker will grope for money." And it's like, <laughs> and the way he said "banker" made me feel, as a quarter Jewish person, a quarter uncomfortable. Not great. I'm gonna pardon Joe Apio, sheriff, and also <laughs> sheriff Alvin Valkenheiser. Oh, dude, I don't know. Reeve who, who. Alvin Valkenheiser. He's a friend of mine. He's, he's, he's fantastic. We love him. He's tough on security. I'm nominating. Judge Vulcan <laughs> to the Supreme Court. Dude, I'll tell you what, Joe Arpaio would not let the digital underground go. That's for fucking sure. Oh, no, no way. way. No. Joe Arpaio would find some reason to put them right in the bone he's, scraper. He's just punching the conveyor belt button. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, they're not even going to need a trial. Is Send that, him right to the bone stripper. Is that Tupac? Sure, get him out of here. <laughs> I bet he's seen this movie. I bet he loves it. Uh, yeah. Seagal showed it to him on one of their movie nights. Yeah, I love the way they take it to all the bankers, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, that's really fucking funny, man. All those, I hate Jews, too. Yeah. All those bankers with their matzo ball soup. <laughs> but the thing with the... Yes, at one point, we get a little ahead of ourselves, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 it's it's it is trouble. barely a movie. That's right. They go, Demi Moore and Chevy Chase discover an attic at one point. And this is like the trophy room. Yes. There's IDs all over the place. And yes, yes yeah. Nazi rocket scientists. But then also fucking John Gotti. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 Jimmy Hoffa. Oh, Hoffa. Oh, yeah, 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 Hoffa. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Jimmy Which, but Hoffa, that's not. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Hoffa wasn't a banker. No, but I think there was. He just came through like not like not like Daniel Baldwin, who we'll get into. I think the but that that oh that struck me as odd like. The mafia is not letting fucking Jimmy Hoffa get hit, killed by hillbillies. Yeah, so we're yeah. just trying to make it this whole thing of like people disappear all the time. Yeah, probably. Who, who's a famous like disappeared guy? We're also Hoffa. doing like serial killer shit where they're 
doing newspaper clippings of these people yes. going missing, yeah. which is an extra level of insanity. Oh. I think <laughs> like it's one thing to have a trophy room. I get that all together. You have the ideas sure. of the people you've killed makes total sense. You something to jerk off to. Absolutely. But then, you know, <laughs> reveling in it by snipping out the news clippings, that's a step too well, far. I mean, they do the thing that you shouldn't do. Obviously, like two things you shouldn't do when you're in like a part of town. You, you wind up in the weird town. You're off. You know, you got the, you got the plates you know people are looking at. Oh, one, yeah. don't gawk. Definitely two, not. Two, follow every traffic law you can follow. Don't blow a fucking stop sign, folks. He just rolls yeah. right through it. I also love the idea of New York plates in New Jersey being like, whoa, you ain't from a you from far away, boy. Right? Uh, but so they, there's a cop behind him. And I, this is where I could have sworn that I remember as a kid that Taylor Negron had Coke. Like that was the thing. That was the thing right. here. I think oh. we're con- yeah, you probably confused it with the Daniel, Daniel Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. So like, but he's like, the cops come and he's like, oh, don't, it, it, it's very, it is very funny. He's like, don't take, don't take his shit. Like, you know, he's <laughs> this like, is just a provincial cop, man. He's like, you have a Beamer drive like it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, you could just, you could out, you could take this guy, man. That's so which awesome. Is, which is, it's funny. Uh, it's funny. I, but this, it's, and this is the conundrum. He speeds from the police. They're, the detour stuff is interesting, I guess. The, the, well, yeah, John these trucks this, like, own soup- these roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got this like souped up car, because that's the thing. The Beamer is getting away. But then John Candy in this police car has got like a fucking Nas switch that yeah. he flips. Yes. And rockets are launching. I'm sorry, thing. John Candy, even with Nas, that car is doing 55 tops. <laughs> See, that's the thing. is like all these, all these things, all these mecha- mechanical things in the car, in the yeah. squad cars, in the house. Yeah. They should have had some line that, that or have the, that, that ex- Nazi rocket scientist was was sentenced to indentured servitude. Oh, wow. Because, like, what, like, who's building this exactly. shit? Exactly. Is this, is this Dan Aykroyd? Is this the fucking Grease baby? This is Aldana. Be, this is clearly Aldana. Oh, Aldana. I was going to say, it would be cool if like, there's a, a guy with no arms, like Fritz in the basement. He's got like a skull. He's got <laughs> yeah, like, a yeah. skull it. He's just yeah. like, hey, kill me. <laughs> exactly. I'm so sick of building Rube Goldberg machine. I think he just described that character in Waterworld that sits in the little boat in the fucking yeah. like, oil tank or I love whatever. that guy, yeah. And the match comes down and he's like, thank you. It yeah. would be funny if we got Eldana like teaching a, a, a young Dominic Toretto <laughs> what he needs to know for his life in Fast and Furious Dude, that's what they should have done in Fast 9 when they did those flashbacks with him and John Cena. You just have a person playing Eldana. Eldana, by the way, is also John Candy and Drag we're doing Which, multiple yes. characters here. Yes. You're meant to find that really funny. I mean, struck dumb she is. Can't talk. <laughs> that, I think, was two things. One, either Candy couldn't do a voice or Candy did not want to do a voice. I yeah. doubt he I think, wanted to. I think, he, yeah, it just sort of like, because he's just going, this whole movie, that's it. The way he delivers yeah. his lines is even the cop character, he doesn't want to be there either. No, not at all. He, it's just very uh, dry. Uh, Dan, it's, you know, it. What? it's funny. I thought the other day maybe... Maybe she doesn't talk. Uh, that would be a real um, challenge for me as a comedic actor. I definitely think it's if, if it's either of those, yeah. it is the him not wanting to because like John Candy could do anything. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. you know he, he could do that voice. But the other thing is whether this is an intentional thing or not. By him not speaking and just kind of doing like yeah. yeah. And then he's got makeup on and he's a big dude who's also tall. 
it's Leatherface. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eldana oh. is Leatherface yeah, when Leatherface has the fucking makeup mask yeah. on for the dinner scene. Sure, yeah, that's yeah, a good that, point. That would yeah. work. And, and, and Eldana goes along with all the uh, judge's orders yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. She's as sadistic as anybody. I, I do think that the weird thing about, and it's so stupid that, like, this movie really hinges on you finding John Candy in a dress fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Which, that's not... The, uh, John Candy's appearance wasn't why I was laughing. You know what I mean? Like no. the yeah. like at Home Alone, which we did last year, like that fucking scene where he talks about leaving that kid. Like yeah. he, it's it's delivery, it's timing, it's yep. the voice, it's the choices. Yeah, and he can yep. bring heart and it would I guess he's I don't know, his his reluctance to go along with the judge and him wanting to leave, I guess is sort of that. But that's the thing is with this movie, you need either more time in the beginning or more time with John Candy or something yeah. develop this sit in it. Well, what you're uh, the, the thing that takes up the most time here is I'm sorry, Chevy chase drawing yes. and doing yes. these one liners and doing us. And like, I know that's Chevy chase's thing is being a pain in the ass. <laughs> if the cameras are on or off, like yeah. that's just what he does. Yeah. But like you read stories about him, like belittling right on the set. Yeah. And you're just like, I, I just cut him out, man. Which is, you got John candy here for fuck's sake, which is wild because he even like, he's like, I didn't want to do the movie, but like I was friends with Ackroyd and Ackroyd really wanted me to do the movie. So I did the movie and then I treated him like shit for six months. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're, yeah. we're such good friends. Yeah. I had to treat this guy like shit for six months. But and you, when you guys are talking about this, like, I feel like maybe what's not working. Chevy Chase can't do comedy if Aykroyd's doing comedy in this movie. We need someone completely straight, maybe going through the scenario. Otherwise, yeah. it's sort of like Ash well, who's from doing Evil what, Dead, and it's yeah. Who's I, doing what in Spies Like Us? Is there is, is are they doing a straight man, wacky man? Because that's both uh, of them, both, right? Yes, they're both kind of wacky. I think. Yeah. I think. Um, Originally, but that movie's grounded in like the context of the Cold yeah. War, and we actually sit in it and we have military people, and it feels like there's a weight to that world where you don't have that here. I remember thinking that movie was quite dull. I haven't I, seen it in a really long time. It's not great, but I feel like it's better than this. Well, well it's it got to have to be. I mean, they, they, that's something I would also like. Uh, Vulcanizer has some, uh, uh, has this town wired. Because he's got a gate, like an actual super gate yes. that John Candy triggers to make them stop, essentially. And I'm like, I would like to see, like in the Halloween 3, like how you know they own that whole town. Yes. And they run right. everything in that town. Yeah. But like in this, you're just like, it's a town. We need to get through it to get to the good stuff. See, yeah. Yes. They, yeah. They rush a bullshit thing at the end that is kind of that, though, when they're like, uh-oh, the twist is the judge is friends with all the state police yeah. and the yes. cops. And it's like, okay, I, you know, explore that in a better way than just go. Like, you know, because so, what they do is like they go to the cops and the cops are like, oh, go show us. And they all drive back to the fucking junkyard. I mean, like, it should have been a thing mm -hmm. where they're in the, the town and it's like, you have to help us, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And there's the turn there, just like when Marilyn Chambers yes. goes into the the. Uh, can, you know, the gas station mm -hmm. in Texas Chainsaw and the turn there of like, oh, the old guy at the gas station's in on it. You're absolutely right. That car should have broken down and they should have broke some other arbitrary law in the town. We should have seen the town and the explored The Good Samaritan it. law. Oh, the, <laughs> getting mugged, they laugh Every, at it. Everybody circles them, gathers the rocks, and we get ready to go. <laughs> we go lottery town. Dude, if that. this movie ended with Chevy Chase being stoned to death, five stars. Five star movie. That's what you got right there. <laughs> this but movie yeah. ended with me being stoned to death. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to stone yourself to death yeah, last did. night. I was you watching were. it this morning and I was like, we got to record. I really wish I was stoned to death though, man. Damn it. 
moment. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Candy yelling. Yeah, like, there's like a huge chase scene, and like I think that two times this movie is somewhat politically relevant. Is one this white guy should be shot to shit. If yeah. this was anybody, if this is the digital yeah. underground yeah. Give, yep. giving chase like this, no one is surviving. And secondly, at the end, when the cops are in on it, it's like the idea of like law, all law enforcement. Like they, oh, they love the judge. They, yeah. they just Which can't say it out loud. It's right? a funny idea, but I agree. It should be explored a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, it is just a throwaway. Like, he gets all the bad guys for us. It's yeah. like, you got to come back and show us because we're going to kill you there. We, we fucking Coming hate up. Jimmy Hoffa, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really did us a solid by taking care of that piece of shit. Candy is like, you know, I'm going to look, I'm going to overlook the fact that you uh, evaded capture for, you know, two towns or whatever. Yeah, you drove 100 miles an hour, literally. But still, for the stop sign, I got to ding you and bring you back to the judge. Yeah, and it's like okay, and then they, you know, they, they go, and this is, you get a Lucy, I'm home, man, oh man, is that stale? <laughs> that is yeah. 1991. It was stale, and then. that was still exactly yeah, that's yeah, yeah. stale. That's you know what's kind of funny though is they're driving, and there's a bunch of like garbage, like sculpture work on yeah. the property, and I think we're by the end of this movie, we're to believe that the two gross baby things are the ones doing. Well, right, they're the artistic right. types. Right. He's into folk art. Yeah, and they. Co- they come across they have to drive over the moat a moat <laughs> and they look the in the water they call it later yeah and like the, there's a, a sculpture like coming out of the water and chevy chase quips uh oh that's where flipper's buried and the two the brazilian brother and sister at the same time just go flipper died <laughs> that's fucking great that is a good line i mean it has those moments and then they're derailed with the stale jokes yeah. and then they're derailed with all the ugliness yes. that kind of doesn't do anything or mean anything. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, because then we we see the judge's chambers or the house now and like it's full on hoarder. T- that's the thing too is it's not even like, you know, the Texas Chainsaw house was gross, but it was obviously because like people just get killed left and right. Like everything's tinged with brown, which means blood. Menace. This is just like there's just papers everywhere. Just, like yeah, this guy's yeah. just like, they're just garbage. Like, there's, like, it's, it's a thing of like, are you messy or is there like food garbage around? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that—that's food garbage. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. You know, bailiff, you're gonna have to get them around all my piles of TV god here. You <laughs> exactly. Know. Uh, okay, we're gonna have to get out the smelling salts again because you passed out from the smell inside this. It place. has to smell like oh, shit, right? You, you would die things. immediately. There, I just—what's what's going on in 20 here? Twenty to forty dead cats just squished <laughs> in like in a hoarder's episode, what's, hither yeah. and thither. Also disturbing is this building. I guess was it was it was a Vulcanvania courts and school building. Yeah. Yes. So they had court and school in the same building. Oh, it's a small town in yeah, yeah. you know the 1800s or whatever. Yeah. You know, can't be building all sorts of structures. Yeah, I mean it's just it's a creepy building. It's a creepy <laughs> building. And finally, the judge reveals himself. It's 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 an Ackroyd in full. Could old you believe it? Grandpa makeup. We are fucking teasing with this face. Oh, we like really? Though. Yes, we are. Uh, because it's this whole production of John Candy's got to be like, here come the judge or whatever. He doesn't say here come the judge, but the fucking there's like a wood panel that comes up and then it's like, yes. and like Dan Aykroyd rises from the floor, but then like only goes so far. So you can't see the face and there's stuff on the desk obstructing it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Just get it over no, with. No, just like, pull this Band-Aid off, please. It's like Casablanca. Once he gets handed documents, we pan up. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first and only time that, that comparison will be drawn. Another Warner Brothers movie, though. Well, exactly. Proud tradition go. of 
close-ups on documents. They're playing a song that probably inspired the guy who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> it's just like little military march in the background. Oh, so- I mean, and he's disgusting. I mean, it, it's, we, we, it's, we can't undersell. It's fucking disgusting to look at. It's pale. It's there is. I thought that he had a cock in his nose the whole time, but it's only like no, twice. Two. It's only shot. for the really fucking hard up close ups. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like it's it's at some point. Wait, it's with the hot dog, right? The hot dog, dog, like one second. So at the very end, there's another on one. On the TV, yeah. when yep. he's on the TV. But I felt like there must have been one more. That's, those are the two I remember. Maybe just my brain is adding. Maybe when he's peeling it off, it possibly. Like, yeah. Because like, usually it's just a nose that has like a little bit of a ridge on the, on the end of it. But there are two shots, literally, where Dan Aykroyd's like, no, put a penis on my nose. It's an think, actual cock. Do you think it was Dick a thing nose. where it was like. We're going to do this two ways, and then like they couldn't make up their mind which way was better, <laughs> so it's both. I think that they probably couldn't get away with the dick nose for that long. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, that's oh, probably they true. cut it out. The, the, the other cut was full of it. <laughs> I, I, I Released have, the dick nose cut. Yeah. Considering how he was being treated, I, I believe what probably happened is Chevy Chase had this thing made specifically and was like, <laughs> Dan, I'll do what you ask me, but you're wearing this nose twice. <laughs> it's I know it's looked like a phallic. It looks like a bulb there on yeah. your nose. I this is a dickhead. Do you think it's a thing maybe where like Chevy Chase had the the dick nose designed, and then like on his most asshole of asshole behavior days, he swapped them out, and it was like <laughs> he hid the real fake nose and he put the dick nose in, and the makeup artist was like, well, I don't know what to tell you, Dan. This is the only fucking fake nose on the set, man. You're going to have to put a penis hey, on your face. Hey, Valerie, here's $50 for you. Here's a new nose for Mr. Ackroyd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more befitting of a man of his stature. Man, oh, Jim, we're Jim, great Jim, friends, by the way. Yeah, It's a personal favorite. Good buddy. I, it's just amazing that Chevy Chase, you know, assholed his way out of Hollywood like three to five times. Like, mm-hmm. yep. That community was a fucking gift-wrapped fucking career comeback, and he could not not be an asshole. It's amazing. Truly incredible God bless him. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure some people deserved it. Yes. Well, like, I'm, not, like, I'm not fully team Chevy. I'm not saying. Oh no, that. no. Sure. But Bill Murray was a, like, uh, but Bill Murray was also a notorious asshole. But he figured out at least a who to work with and right. how to rein it in. Like, there's always horrible stories about Bill Murray. But yeah. like, I think that at least he he it, found his his people at well, least. And Bill Murray paid it off many times over. What is Chevy Chase paying this off with? Fucking Fletch, and that's it. Mm, Snow yeah. Day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like maybe the vaca- and the vacation movies, uh, but like uh, other than work. that. Dirty work. Oh, dirty. Well, yeah, but that's but not a like Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase movie. movie. I know, yes. I know. Well, that's the thing is because Bill Murray moved into dramatic acting. Yes. He was shit on for that as well at the start with what was Absol- that movie? Razor's Edge. Razor's Edge, which um, is okay. Yeah, it just didn't get good notice. Is that the uh, Hunter Thompson movie? No, what's that one? That's where the where Buffalo, Buffalo Rome. That's right. Which is actually pretty okay. Pretty I've never just, seen it. I feel like Jim Jarmusch would be like, "Gotta get this guy at the fucking Chevy Chase shit. I get this guy." out of here. I need, I, need, I need this guy fucking out of and here. And his comedic persona kind of just didn't it, last. Do you yes, know what I mean? Just yeah. like the the assholey Well, that's part dude, of it. You know? Right? Like, is like his whole thing and, you know, history is sort of telling us it's not much of a persona. Yeah. Chevy's whole thing was like, I'm, I mean, literally, I'm to, Chevy Chase and you're not. Exactly. Like, which which is know. which is funny, but it's not funny for 45 years. Well, you know what happened, I think, is the, the person who is most like him on the SNL roster after that is Dennis Miller. 
And Dennis Miller was right. the biggest deal at the time because he's, I mean, this is right around when he gets okayed for the fucking show. Yeah. Um, Dennis, and he's oh, in Dennis movies. And, yeah. and he's in right, movies he's in all the, the time. Um, uh, the Net. The Net. He's in the Net. Bordello of Blood. Bordello of Blood. Oh, man. I'm just thinking about how he's so hilariously murdered in the Net. <laughs> yes. oh, he sure is. Fucking rules. <laughs> Dennis but, Miller death scene. Hell yeah. But that's the thing, too, is because like Chevy Chase is being an asshole in this moment and like, even Demi Moore, I don't know how Demi Moore's character is trying to S this dude's D later on. I'd be like, fuck you, it's your fault. I, I, would, be, I would die yeah, sure. cursing this man's name. Maybe it's a thing where it's like, this character is accepted. She will not make it out of this gross house alive. Yeah. One last time. This is yeah. the cleanest cock in the county. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It's either him or Bobo. He's like six three, yeah. so you know something's going on. Sure, yeah. It's just like here, Chevy, put this fucking bag over your head. Shut the fuck up for I five just seconds. Fucking ride this pole. I mean, because the other thing too, dude, you have to fucking watch her kiss Chevy Chase in this movie multiple times. <laughs> Pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like making that noise several more times for other things. Someone watching this movie and only being grossed out at those parts. <laughs> the rest of it's fine. It's some of the most disgusting Jesus, shit. I mean, the get hot- back to the shit babies. <laughs> Christ. Stop. Go kiss the shit babies. Where's that little Deba fella? He seemed like a charmer. Dude, how is it that you, so those two things, yeah, Bobo is Dan Aykroyd, and then this little Deba. Which I guess is what Lil Devil. That's yeah, supposed to be what it is. Mispronunciation. It's of devil. just like a nobody dude who yeah. was like some sort of technical consultant on Ghostbusters, <laughs> and then also had a tiny role. I think actually in Spies Like Us. And so he maybe wow. was just some like Ackroyd buddy. Like, hey man, you want to come in and play uh, a supporting role in my new film? No, yeah, was- the uh, belly's supposed to do that. It's uh, <laughs> that's how it's supposed to uh, move. Is that way. Jesus. It's just so sickening. Those so, two. Are sp- oh, so oh they, they they get sentenced to have to spend the night. We'll re- recon- court will reconvene. I mean, here's the thing. Dan Aykroyd, at the very least, as this judge character, is having a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he looks yeah. disgusting, and he knows he looks disgusting, and he's dancing around. And, oh, he's got a weird little voice. It kind of sounds like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> judge. It sort of does. You're right. He's not the problem. With his, his acting his is not the problem. Not, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you know he sends them to st- spend the night. They get th- there's a slide that sends them on a bunch of squeaky toys. And again, because I guess my skin is just too. crawling. It's just like <laughs> it's just that that gross fucking plastic that you know you put the quarter in the Bath machine toys. and you get a little something. It's just that, and Ugh. it's grimy, and my skin is crawling. Chris Cabin, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. I, I feel very proud well, of it's myself. It's crazy that we've done this podcast for what almost twelve years, and we've never touched this until <laughs> you came because along. he banned it. Yeah, well, see, that's why see, we need the VHS trailer game to come along with Steven Bennett. So technically, this is his own undoing. It's, 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 I made a shit sandwich and I am eating it right sure. now. <laughs> um, 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 um. Uh, the thing about the squeaky toys, Eric, it's so funny. You said they're killing dogs. I was like, wow, they're killing kids, too. That's cool. <laughs> Okay, t- like, you shouldn't have talked in class. <laughs> Bone stripper for you. Kids are the dogs of people, you know. You know why? You're supposed to never lie, right? Because you go to the bone stripper. 
Oh, bye bye. Well, of course, we drown the children. That's what, <laughs> we put the little bat toys in there to tease them in. With it's just a fantastic way of doing things. Go get your rubber ducky. Go get your rubber up oh, bone scraper. <laughs> oh, don't get your little tugboat. Why don't we take a breath of water? Uh, well, I guess that's why the Mister Bone Stripper would have been a roller coaster, right? Yeah. All the get the kids in there. Well, oh, right. What I need to know is, did the judge or it, this must have been a John Candy move? John Candy must have fucking gotten like the local fucking Def Leppard cover band <laughs> yes. to do the Bone Stripper theme song yes. that they have for the fucking Bone Stripper. It's, it's pretty so cool. Weird. It's, it's almost like, is that, am, are they hearing that or yes. am I just hearing That's that? That's a great it's, question. Uh, I, it's from speakers because it's turned on. You uh. hear it come on. Yeah, it's it's deaf diet. Uh, and as we'll find out later, Dan, uh, the the judge loves popular contemporary '90s music. Oh yeah, oh he <laughs> certainly does. So like that's the whole. Yeah, he goes good night, Irene. They fall through the floor into the squeaky toys, and then it is a hard cut. This was startling. One of the biggest jump scares of the movie. Boom! Smash cut to Daniel Baldwin driving a car. <laughs> oh man! Like, you're like out of the reality of the, what the fuck is Daniel Baldwin doing here? Because like it's so, when you watch these kinds of movies, and by these movies I mean like you know the the SCTV SNL yes. class of whatever movies. There's just a certain kind of folk that's going to yeah. be in them. Daniel Baldwin isn't part of that. You should be Joe no. Flaherty, you think? Yes, totally. Oh, dude, Joe oh. Flaherty go to the Bone Stripper? That'd be oh, so much fuck, better, be actually. Great. I would have loved that. I, but I, this, I was thinking about this last night. This should be the cold open of the movie. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. yes. That is Good kind call. of a horror movie. It's like, it's just Daniel Baldwin. You don't know what's going on. And it's just, he's being an asshole. And you're like, oh, wow, what's going to happen here? Bone strip. You're like, oh shit! I hope I don't see those people again. Oh no, Chevy Chase is driving and to Vancouvania. The, yep. the more tension for being pulled over. There, yes, exactly. All that. The problem that. Well, I guess I mean because we don't. The, there, they did show the gory version to a test audience. They all said it was horrible fucking cowards uh, and it, it's terrible but Man, like the luckiest people on earth <laughs> yes I imagine? that's like seeing the day the clown cried <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna see that again i am not going to co-sign the luckiest people on earth i refuse <laughs> i well, it's just an interesting thing to say I, mean, yeah, yes, yeah, I, I would i would have much preferred yeah. it i mean that's but that's the thing is if that's if that's your opener it's the only death in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And like then the rest of the movie is just like almost death. But also yeah. it plays better just because you don't know what's going to happen yes. to them versus we already fucking saw this whole pile of shenanigans. Yes. So right. it's a weird like when John Candy pulls them over, you're like, all right, well, here we go. I, I know the yes. entire process now. And you, kinda, you think those Brazilianaires are going to be there for the body count, but they're not. Yes, but they're not. I it's, had a false memory of them eating shit. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I, had, I, I thought Digital Underground went in. Yes, I thought too. the Brazilianaires oh, went I knew, in. I knew I Digital Underground didn't because I, I loved that song and that sequence of this movie. Whenever I watched it those 20 times, <laughs> that was the one part I was like, okay, I can get behind this because it's a good, yes. it's fun. Uh, I let I let Doa go too. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a big fan of the 90s music. Uh, they had uh, so they're like it's like four like I guess it's supposed to be like Jersey scum kind of people or yeah like or Italian like crime whatever. connected question yeah. mark because they have guns uh, and crack and, and all sorts coke and whatever they're else. very they're, they're generally Italian like uh, that just sounds like Jersey B and T to me <laughs> sure. so they get pulled over it's kind of funny uh, where. They pull out Daniel Ball and say, don't worry, I'll take care of this. And <laughs> they were passing around a handle of whiskey in the car, too. <laughs> Jesus. It's like two guys and two girls. And, uh, you know, he's like, 
so you smell like a, you've been drinking tonight, son. Uh, Candy goes like, yeah. And he's like, you're going to have to blow. He's like, I ain't going to blow you to get out of a ticket. And then the girl's goes, I will. And I'm like, I kind of want the movie where he gets sucked off by both of them. <laughs> it is, he has like mirrored sunglasses on. And it's like maniac cop kind of shit. John Candy and Bad Lieutenant. Exactly. I'd, I'd be into that. Oh, I could I could Just be that. Dancing it. around with his dick out, worried about the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Port of call, Volcanvania. Dude, what do you, you think? Uh, Werner Herzog has to have seen nothing but trouble, right? Definitely. Oh, yeah. You yeah. think so? I thought about remaking it once. <laughs> this is the most American movie I have ever <laughs> totally. seen. The chaos of the legal system put on the pedestal it is meant to be on. And you would have to. Of course, the eyes of a Canadian, Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> one of our greatest directors, cut down in its prime, seeing America for all of its horrible excesses. <laughs> he burned quick, but he burned bright. <laughs> the judge character reminded me of an old man in my Bavarian village. <laughs> or did he watch and say, you should never watch this. <laughs> oh, Burn no. this. <laughs> Burner hurts like setting a VHS tape on fire. <laughs> and you just, you want, some lady is just hearing, I want to do it. Let me go. I, I get the half Diane. It's just like, no. Never, no. li- never hear this. This will haunt me for the rest of uh, my days on this plane. Uh, Mr. Herzog, you understand that's only one VHS tape of the movie. It's to, you would have to go to Dan Aykroyd's house and get that. You know what? Never mind. Sorry, uh, you're doing your thing. Oh no, they've made more of them. <laughs> it's spreading. You know what? I. It's kind of a catchphrase now. I do not want to see the baby. I do. <laughs> do not give me the baby. Oh, there's two of them? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man. I wish Mandalorian was saving these two fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> they do look like fucking Gleep Clops. Oh, they, do, they, 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 they do not look human. Which it's, is, it's, it's, it's the don't. nipple situation it's specifically. The the yeah. they, b- between oh. the two of them, they got eight tits. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not It's just great. too much. It's, Honestly, it's, it's a bridge too far. Make them just like fucking hillbillies and coveralls or something. Yes, yeah, exactly. Man. Or coveralls that don't quite cover all, whatever you want to do. You know. I'm only going to say <laughs> oh, this. Oh, Cousin Merle. Yeah, dude, it should be fucking Uncle Mer- Cousin Merle with fucking Geech the smell hound. Yeah. 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 I'm only going to say this once, but we have to get back to Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> yes, um, and, uh, Daniel Baldwin at the time, he was still and the, the, the cast of this movie. For a moment, you're almost like. Is that Alec Baldwin? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. It's like a yeah. shifty there. He's looking okay. He's it's looking his. pretty good. And yeah. he has the, he is the reason for the one big laugh I had is when the judge takes out the big bag of Coke yes. and just like slams it down. Well, uh, party favors here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I let out a big hoot on and that one. And they're like, they're cackling and laughing. He's like, oh yeah, you're, all you gotta do is take a ride. And he, he, this is when we finally see what happens to bad people, which is, they go on a conve- they go on a, a a roller coaster, which puts you on a conveyor belt into the bone stripper, which is very House of a Thousand Corpses-y. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Rob Zombie certainly watched. I mean, I mean, it's all cut from the same cloth, which is Texas Chainsaw anyway. But yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Right. it but is but the it's Hooper like, special. You can't just kill someone. You have to, like, rip their body apart to kill them. Yeah. Seems yeah. excessive. And I, I, again, I just it's all like uh, uh, cadaver bones just being thrown at a wall. 
some wetness, please. Yeah, that's the thing. And like the way it happens, he's a rancor bone bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, thank you. Dry bones yeah. popping out. I of think this I shit. saw like maybe some water inside of it when it was on, so mm. maybe it's cleaning. As well. <laughs> it's like a, like a car wash. Yeah, I don't the know. Like the predators in there just polishing <laughs> off all the fucking skeletons. Yeah, make sure the hot wash, uh, hot wax is <laughs> right. working. A UFO landed and they arrested him and sentenced him <laughs> to servitude and cleaning the fucking. Bones. I, I think the predator. Actually Actually, just goes to the bone stripper. He's, like, right, he's got like six more for him. You know, he gives yeah. him like seventy bucks. And that, that's like <laughs> stolen valor. Then maybe like a bad predator goes there and then brings back human skulls. I'm like, yeah, I did it too. Or maybe it's the other way around. The predator is bringing skeletons to the house, oh. sort of like a like, oh yeah, like the equivalent of like I just stripped this house of all its copper wiring. Yeah. Like, how much can you give me for all these bones? But I was thinking he was just he didn't want to do all all the skinning himself. He just brings the, the corpses oh. let the bone stripper do it now you got some nice Give polished it to Bobo. oh so it's like when you know you go on a fishing trip and sure. if it's a guided thing on the on the go yes. like ride back to land the guy who's doing the operation yes. cleans all right. the fish for you is that, is that a xenomorph you're bringing me predator <laughs> now that's gonna that's gonna burn my gears predator oh predator you remember to bring the ids thank you so much <laughs> this means so much to me it is a good question because what happens when the predator runs out of that vapor that cleans the bones <laughs> right. and, yeah. and like the alien acid or whatever he puts on. Got some, <laughs> just some hot water and original palm olive would take that off. Me the, and the predator sitting around listening to digital underground. <laughs> I, I did the hump to dance, Mr. Predator. Oh, man. Now I'm just picturing someone in a predator costume doing the humpty dance. I know the humpty hump. But so they, they get bone stripped and like it's also, they don't. Demi Moore, uh, we're all still in the bouncy, disgusting, squeaky room, which is like in the basement of this house. They don't see what happens, right? They hear the commotion of the roller coaster, yes. and the four of them are in the in the basement. Got it. Toy pit. Like, what's going on up there? Then it's the dinner scene. It's you yes. know, but the thing about the roller coaster though is. It is funny to imagine that Jimmy Hoffa went through. <laughs> yeah. Like, because then I just think about like Vulcan Visor like calling up like uh, uh, Joe Pesci and be like, yes, I could do that for you. I, I could do that for you. I can make sure he goes away for you. They're going to put me in the bone stripper. <laughs> he just sees it. He, he gets inside the, uh, he goes inside the Vankenheiser's Banken, house. And he starts to try and run out, and he doesn't, he doesn't get it. The judge goes into a bank, and Eldana won't look at him. <laughs> we paint houses in Vulcanvania, Mr. Hoffa. Usually grime. Call him, the color, call, call him the color grime. Two coats in one day. Now I'm kind of imagining, you know, because I do love the Irishman, however... Uh, De Niro at parts does look like fucking Vongenheiser with a fucking black wig on his head. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm only 25 years old out of the Navy. Uh, What's going to happen? Your here? truck broke down. <laughs> <laughs> that is just the most unsettling part when he's supposed to be young in that movie. It's chilling, but it's oh fun. yeah, we're all going to go on vacation together. <laughs> yeah, Aldana, remember you getting the bag. <laughs> Uh, it's dinner time. Oh. We all have to sit down <laughs> for it. This is when we do meet El- Eldon. It's like a reveal. And again, if you are an uncle of <laughs> six packs a day, thoroughly divorced, unemployed, this is the highlight of your life. It's a fat guy in a dress. It's amazing. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's, it's hilarious. I mean, and what's funny to me is it's just like, 
I'm looking at it like, all right, well, he's just playing this character. He's a woman. Yeah, like it, yeah. it, it, it did not register. I think his because his like, hmm, yeah, like his noises that he's making are very Miss Piggy. Yeah. Yep. So to me, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. But sure. like him in a dress, I was like, all right, Candy's in a dress yes. right here. Because you need to figure out. I mean, like the other, the joke, I guess, is that she's super strong and like she's a, a mechanic as well. Like these are the jokes. Yeah. And like I just, you need something else. And and she's immediately in love with Chevy Chase. Yeah. That oh, is sure. the bigger. So that's, she's a Tex Avery cartoon. Yes. Yes. I mean, this movie is so cartoony. Even at the end, you got yeah. Chevy running through a hole, running through the wall, and there's an outline of his body. The soundtrack sounds like the. Uh, the right, bef- yeah. right before the note of like ba 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 that like the stretchy like whatever yes. that yeah. how yeah. you would describe that noise happens at the very well, end. I, of the I think movie. that yeah. that's a movie putting a fucking cherry on it, which is actually not a terrible idea, but it's just not the right movie. It's just but, the cartoon shit doesn't work really no. well. Like in the Evil Dead, they're they're doing Stooges stuff. Yeah, and yeah that yeah. works better for horror, I think. Sure, I think, and you just have to. It has to be the whole movie in it. If it's going to be that, like exactly, and, and this movie just doesn't have its tone is just like everywhere and yes. just yeah. And like I, I it, again, like a movie that's probably trying to be is Gremlins two. Also, like yeah, yeah. that actually yeah, does go the that. length for all this cartoon that, that's, shit. That, that's a good example of where it works. Yeah. Well, it's so, interesting, Eric, that you're saying, you know, with Evil Dead and like Stooges, because that it's a streamlined one singular comedic thing. Nice. This uh, is yeah. like gross out humor yeah. and yes. makeup stuff and a fat guy in a dress and, you know, Pratt Falls yeah. and Chevy Chase. There's there's too much different kinds of That's silly. True. Yeah. Daniel Baldwin, really? <laughs> <laughs> really, Mr. Aykroyd? We- it's just too, like, and, you know, even though I like the bazillionaires, it's just all too much. You're right. Yes. It's too much. Well, the, uh, uh, like I for all of Dan Aykroyd's energy in it, the, he He's never menacing. No, he's not. And that's something that kind of has to happen. Dude, I don't know. The fucking Dan Aykroyd Chevy Chase fight at towards the end, which is also one of the funniest things you'll see. <laughs> sure. The, I, I, there were parts in that where I was like, oh, he's kind of, uh, but yeah. like maybe half a second. I, I need to be scared a little bit about this guy. And like the the jokes are more gro- like it's him eating the hot dog with the penis nose. That's where it's we are. like it just kind of deflates it. Like it doesn't give me that oomph. That so I we, need. Would, we would we would dancing around this hot dog. <laughs> Yeah. It's white as a ghost, folks. I mean, like that's I guess it's a bra. If it was, I yeah. guess so. But you still gotta fucking sear it. You yeah. know what I mean? You want to go to brown it a touch. It's boiled and it looks under, and it's just wiggly and it's nasty. You gotta cut those little tips off. You gotta too. cut the tips off. Say, say, that's the best part. <laughs> the condiment train, pretty fun. I would love this. I, I, I would, yeah, I would love fun with the condiment How train. How about uh, drinking a Hawaiian punch with a gas like nozzle, <laughs> dude? <laughs> First of all, it was wild because it totally made me flash back to like when you got the Hawaiian Damn. punch or Juicy Juice was in just a big fucking can. Damn. So just weird. a huge can of I, juice. I will say the what one of the candy lines that gets me in this movie is when he just goes to dead. To me, more he goes ants on a log, miss. Oh, yes. <laughs> because he feels very candy yes, in that ex- moment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It just he's just got this big fucking thing of celery with the peanut butter and the raisins, which is not disgusted. Even, it's just, I guess I'm not. I'm not looking for that, but uh, given all the food at this table, that's, oh yeah, that I would chow down and that gets a protein for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also, I mean, it's a great candy, you know, delivery. Also because of the fact that like. 
it's actually a thought about delivery in yeah. the sense that like, here's this gross scene where you can gross hot dogs, this, that, and the other thing. And what he offers her is a child's after school snack. Yes. So fucking totally out of left field and not right. related to a hot dog at all. But this is a, a, a candy Hall of Famer. He loves doing this kind of joke. The, I, I remember in Harry Crumb, he does the same thing with the cherry Coke. He's like, Madam, could oh. I interest you in a cherry Coke? Yeah, yes. you're totally right. Also, the, the other lady in this movie who was an SCTV woman, yep. I got to look her up. She's also in Who is Harry Crumb. Oh, uh, um, but this, it's just him. And I mean, like, yeah. Valerie Bromfeld, by the way. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. He's doused it in condiments, which is probably the best move, yeah. honestly. Oh, like, yeah. you want you want the ketchup, you want the mustard, you want some relish on there because. Some cornicons. I could do that. And it's, on a, yeah, yeah. and it's on a white bread, too. Like, a very old. It's just wonder bread. And it's a, it's a fucking disgusting, like, John Candy as Eldora or whatever it is, is serving the food. Yeah. And she's got the fucking wiener and the tongs. And Dan Aykroyd just puts out his hand that already has the fucking bread in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And she just puts it in and he closes his hand and the bread just around that fucking dog. It is disgusting. I'm going to start puking. It's, just, it's so I'm bad, really, folks. I'm, I'm, in it's an, worse. I'm, in, I'm in a bad way right now. <laughs> he's so, and it, they make it, honestly, Dan Aykroyd, to give him a lot of credit on this one, when he's about to take a bite of this thing, you are already like dry heaving, like the shaking and the O face. Yes. Yeah, he knows how fucking gross it yeah. is. Yeah. He, he knows because again, awful movie. Aykroyd committed to this performance. Sure, he knows that if he shakes it, it's a jiggling look. fucking white hot dog looks worse <laughs> than a standing still hot dog. I gotta yeah. tell you. Dead, I'd rather watch Dead Alive, Dead Alive scene. The, <laughs> oh, the, the grandma eating her own oh, face out of the soup yes. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much more dignified. Yeah, it is. <laughs> At least there was silverware. Yeah, please. I'd, least, I'd rather eat grandma's face, honestly. Yeah, mm. At least that movie had some kind of tone. And at least it's, you know, New Zealand, so you, you forgive it a touch. Got <laughs> <laughs> to point out another uh, good Chevy one-liner here when Dan Aykroyd is introducing uh, Eldana and Aykroyd has the line about, like, struck dumb at birth by a thunderclap. And then Chevy Chase, without missing a beat, goes, oh, my kind of woman. <laughs> fucking funny. This is when he talks about, he reveals all the banker stuff. We also set up that there are gas pockets that explode occasionally. Well, sure. that's like what's cool. Like the, if you were more of a Hooper type director, you would play up the fact you are literally like sitting above hell. Like right. there's yeah. fire and hell beneath right. you. And this guy is essentially the devil. Listen, at the end of this movie, when the fucking ground opens up and whatnot, you should have seen one of them fat baby pigs fall in. Yes, oh, thank you. The only, one who gets, the only one who gets it is the, the, the lady cop. Yes, the yeah. cousin. Yeah, she's in an outhouse and the whole thing goes into the fire. Oh, right. That's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, one thing I do like about uh, the judge here is all of his antiquated expressions and stuff. That's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Because at one point he says that the, because uh, uh, I think this was when they f first fell on the squeaky toys and John Candy's like, well, you didn't, you know, you didn't have to do that. I recommended a fine and citation yeah. or whatever. He says something like, oh, those hot pistol lily walking city chickens. <laughs> <laughs> shit like that is just he's having fun in the i mean it's i was surprised how much i kind of enjoyed the judge performance yeah it's disgusting. sort of like spiders in a birthday cake <laughs> <laughs> well i'd rather hug a bug um <laughs> it's just so stupid so how did the spiders get in the birthday cake you think i mean I did, were they intentionally baked in or was it like you left a well, cake i out feel like you, you bake a cake in that house to show how spiders are finding their way <laughs> sounds to me like somebody never known about a birthday cake spider they <laughs> into the cake vulcanvania special uh -huh. 
And Taylor Negron and uh, his sister decide to leave. Like, like this food is disgusting. We are leaving, which is very funny. <laughs> it's yes. so this whole thing is so great because it's like, uh, what's her face stands up and she's got this oozy like you're not going anywhere. And then Taylor Negron again, hilarious comedic actor. Rest in peace. Uh, him just being like, all right, fine, we'll go this way. And they just jump. He just <laughs> puts his face yeah. into this window and they jump out. God damn. And also, not for nothing, who jumps out a window at the end of a really creepy dinner scene? Yeah, Marilyn yeah, Chambers and Texas sure Chainsaw. Yeah, that's how she gets out the house. And in this case, you might be throwing yourself to be impaled by a rusty, you know, car yeah, that's door. True. And that sounds like a great. Yeah, please, uh, they, please. She does try to shoot them as they flee. They eventually make it to the moat, the gully, I believe John Candy calls it. Calls it. <laughs> toxins. It's, it's toxins. <laughs> and you're just swimming across it. Oh, oh it's the toxics. God. The yes. toxics. Well, I, I was worried they were going to melt on the other side. That's like what, I, I thought Robo-Cop. we were going to go full chud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like their faces are peeling off. And I shit. bet you that's something that probably... Because you cut. never actually see them again until this, obviously, it, whether it's a reshoot or not, the the, the, the button right. scene well, with them and Candy. Yeah. John Candy finds them and like, oh, I have to take you back or whatever. And then what they promise him. Getting sucked off by everybody. It's just like, <laughs> you get sucked off by Daniel Paul. That lady's like, oh, there's only one way you're going to let let go. And he puts on the mirrored sunglasses and they go, well, they have to suck him off. But, yeah, then he makes both Taylor the ground and this lady suck him off. I got six blowjobs in one night. <laughs> But he says to, you know, quick hide, and that's the last you see of them. Yes, forever. They do start planting a thing about, like, they're saying to John Candy, like, you you know, you're a good guy. You're yeah. not like the judge. You're better than this. You should come with us to Brazil, blah, 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 blah. And then yes. they hide and are not seen yep. until they indeed wind up in Brazil. Which, by the way, the two of those, you know, uh, Fausto and Ronaldo and then John Candy's character in Brazil... Give me whatever that movie oh, is. Oh, hell yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah what yeah. is that about? He's oh, yeah. fucking Ronaldo at the end. He's like, he oh, sure my is. little peach over here, or whatever he says. Yeah. She puts his uh, hand on her ass. Yes. Which is a great move because like, Candy sort of like puts his hand like on her back or something, and yeah. she's like, ah, 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 butt oh. stuff. Oh, this is also a case for a good crossover. You have John Candy put Michael Caine in fucking jail yes. from <laughs> Blame It on Rio. When I like he is it. fucking there. He fucking busts into the birdhouse. <laughs> And oh, he fucking dude, takes them. Before any funny business can happen. I yeah, like it. I, I like this. Dude, it's the SCU, man. The scumbag cinematic universe. Uh, two of the scuzziest movies I've ever seen. Connected. They, um, Meanwhile, uh, Demi Moore and uh, Chevy Chase are said to bed. This is where they make out a bunch. She says mm. that you're nothing but trouble. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is where we know we get more like, ooh, eerie. And it's just like, it's hard to picture anything in this being scary because yes. of the tone and you get the eyes in the painting which could be scary in the a scary eyes in the movie painting, it gave me a, a like a hardcore like jalo vibe sure yeah you know and i was like oh that's kind of neat it has no business being in this movie but nice it, shot that's probably a, that's a fucking dean cundy special right there and, and I bet. The, the bed starts spinning which is yet another mechanical apparatus that yeah. doesn't matter no but trying to force comedy through your production design is generally a terrible idea and it's like all of these wacky contraptions and shit you can do these contraptions just make it a haunted house yeah sure and then suddenly yeah oh the the hallway's trying to kill us because of the ghosts or whatever i was uh really uh, i really wanted to make a buster keaton kind of comedy here (laughs) with a lot of contraptions and uh physical comedy and uh, i failed didn't i i I just fucked this right up didn't i oh vakeman i'm 
sorry. I am sorry I made nothing but trouble. Oh, I'm Aikman. I'm sorry. Oh, oh it's a failure. Oh, you know what? You know what? Have Dickless open the containment unit. I do you, failed. Do you think there's any of those prints? Is there a print somewhere with that original cut? Can we get the Ackroyd cut? I would if love. If we're doing Snyder cuts. Absolutely. You know, we could, Why not? Mr. President, if you do not release the Ackroyd version of Nothing But Trouble titled Vulcanvania, <laughs> we will destroy seven cities. I mean, you know, Biden's in the pocket right now. If you throw this to him, he might just do it. Yes. <laughs> oh. Man, I got a, ladies and gentlemen of the United States, I got a major, major update here. It's going to be so fun. First of all, Vulcanvania cut, nothing but trouble coming out in theaters and IMAX is near you. Also, my friends, weed is legal. So enjoy nothing but trouble. Well, he could do it. I mean, he's been he's been hitting hitting I, off lately. So honestly, you know, that could that, happen. That gets him. He rides to reelection that way. <laughs> oh, that's honestly you get the nothing but trouble of the Vulcanvania cut in there. Um, you know, what? it's disgraceful. <laughs> they released the Vulcanvania cut. Everybody knows the theatrical cut is perfect as it is. <laughs> it's much like Michael Mann's Miami Vice. A lot of different opinions about how it should open. It should open in the middle of the Linkin Park song, folks. That's how it's supposed to open. Not on some fancy pants boat race, okay? If it was good enough for theaters, it's good enough for you. <laughs> uh, but I, I should point out, and it, it's a surprise to no one, but in case anyone at home is wondering and they haven't seen the film, newsflash, Chevy Chase and Demi Moore have absolutely zero chemistry. Very weird. Yeah, zero. Like, it's like two mannequins kissing one another, which actually, now that I think about it and picture it, is sexier than Demi Moore kissing Chevy Chase. Well, it, it's the problem of making Chevy Chase a romantic lead ever. He does not do well with women as good chemistry-wise. I will nope. say... Credit to Beverly D'Angelo. Yes. In those vacation movies, she wants to fucking suck him well, off. Well, that's the only time I think yes. that it's worked because it doesn't work in Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Nope. Not at no, all. No, not at all. And no. also because he's married in that movie. Oh, sure. So otherwise, he's yeah. almost always single and he's just got to be a flirt machine. Which is also kind of amazing that he is a flirt machine even in, in vacation. In yeah. vacation, like yeah. he's got this gorgeous wife who's like, Please, she called him Sparky. She wants to fuck him all the time. And he's totally. like, I don't know what Christy Brinkley's doing, you ugly bitch. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up, dude. Count your goddamn blessing. When he's uh, in in uh, Christmas vacation, when he's buying the lingerie yes. from the sexy lady. Yeah, right, right. You know, Very nipply outside. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, again, my wife, God rest her soul. Yeah. Is she dead? <laughs> no, no. no. She's just. <laughs> you see, Rusty? No lines. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> but no what does he say? Uh, that's oh, that's my panty line. No shit. <laughs> yeah. But like, with, even with that, it's like you got Bev D'Angelo at home, yeah. motherfucker. I mean, I know those kids are obnoxious, but <laughs> sure. He looks like he got kicked out in a rainstorm for being with Goldie Hawn in foul play. <laughs> that's like, another him and Goldie Hawn. Right. Zero Nothing. fucking chemistry. Nothing. Did just yeah the dirt. Trying to make out, something's going on. Nothing happens. They, the bed flips are that's yes. the it's a yes. like an, and and comes to. I thought it was a thing where it was like it was going to flip around. They would land upside down and fall into another no. thing. It just flips the, around. The door, and she goes, "What did you do?" He goes, "I didn't do anything." And then they get up from the bed, and that's the and end the of that. door is open. Then they're in the hallway. The hallway cl- closes on on them. Yeah, go, these what? gags are reminding me of what's that movie? High Spirits. That oh yeah, yeah you yeah. ever see that? Yeah, I, yeah. It, but I think that's also a fake haunted house. It's a fake. Yeah, I think it's like was a scam. Gut- was Gutenberg in that? That sounds right. Let's Gutenberg. say so. <laughs> Gutenberg and I think uh, 
maybe Don DeLuise. I'll look it up. But so like they, they wind up going in this hallway and Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole. Yeah. Peter O'Toole. They wind up uh, Hannah Goot. and Goot. Yeah. Goot's in it. They wind up Neil on a Jordan sl- Roan directed that. <laughs> they wind up on a slide that separates the two of them. Oh, yes. right, right, right. This is what uh brings uh John uh Chevy Chase to watch uh Dan Aykroyd take his nose off. And, and this is like fake whoosh. leg. Yeah, the, le- the legs, whatever. The nose is what's getting you like whoo. And the, the the what they find before that that it's the ID room. Oh, they do that's what they they find the ID room and start smoking cigars. And, and it's, it's like, just, dude, who no. I was nope. this because was it like the first flash of like we don't want cigarettes in movies so like easy peasy <laughs> cigars they're just no, gonna smoke I think it's cigars I think it's supposed to signify that he's a rich man yeah sure yeah I mean but it's just funny well I, I mean also we were going through cigar mania at the time but were we in- yeah that's like when cigar aficionado fucking covers started mm-hmm. coming out everywhere what, really in the in the early nineties in the nineties I think is when it started oh. Maybe that, is that when Arnold got it? No, Arnold definitely well, was in the Well, Letterman 80s. was getting into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's the, true. Everybody 80s. was liking them cigars, baby. I like a cigar uh, more than most people, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Not in a dilapidated room that has skeletons in it and actually but, must smell like <laughs> fucking it, feces. It might mask the smell, though. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. That's yeah. Tobacco might really do a number here. Speaking of feces... Uh-huh. Uh, one of those doors in the hallway, because we're having a lot of it's like fucking oh, yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. They open the one door. There's a bunch of terrifying, <laughs> like fucked up toy dolls, yes. and he's like, "Oh, that's the kids' room or the playroom or something." Then they open this one room, and it's completely filled with bats, and there's just a huge pile of fucking guano it's on the floor. Room. Yeah, yeah. So that right there, I mean, that is permeating. Oh yeah, that's the whole oh, yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep. surprised the fucking wood beams are still there holding that thing up. Oh, they'll <laughs> rot, they'll rot, rot right, right through. through that shit. The uh, other thing with uh, the nose getting peeled off, it totally <laughs> reminded me of... Uh, you guys remember Vincent D'Onofrio in the Salt yes. and Sea? Yes, yeah. Yes. That fucking pig nose weird thing. He had a fake nose in that movie, too. Gross. <laughs> but it's... This is when the movie fails at, at, its, uh, at the biggest because Demi Moore is now... Uh, stranded from Chevy Chase. Yep. She's afraid. She's in this weird out outer area. Like she doesn't know what's gonna happen. And the score is going. And I'm like, we are way off from where we're supposed to be. Absolutely. How can you possibly expect to raise any sort of tense atmosphere? When your score sounds like the fake music they put on the fucking Married with Children DVDs. Like it's fucking like you just one of those things where it's like, did no one think about this? Exactly. If, if there was a, just a you know tinkling piano, like oh shit, what? I think what if Demi Moore dies and Chevy Chase lives? Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can get you can get into that. Yeah, um, the music's a total failure here. And then also like, man, it's just like yes, the hallway moved. Yes, the safe collapsed on the day. All these fucking traps are just so ridiculous. The fact that they're building like slides within the walls. Yeah, I mean, also, the just, I don't know, man, it's it's going to break at some point. They should have just made the H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes murder house movie. Or <laughs> oh, yeah. hell yeah, That's what dude. this should have been. This is why they have something. HOAs, by the way. So you oh, don't yep. just do your house. Like, no, <laughs> exactly. no Rube Goldberg machines. A, that you, you, you need to make sure you yeah. cannot paint your door red. And B, no Rube Goldberg this machines. This is why I hate the HOA by me, because I'm always trying to put in a bat room or whatever. <laughs> now, Mr. Siska, I must ask you, do you have a slide in your house? 
No. Oh, <laughs> the other thing we're uh, forgetting about here before the nose comes off, he takes his fucking wig off and his head is completely misshapen. Yes, yeah. that's weird. It's disgusting. Uh, a little callback to the cone heads or something. Dude, that's what yeah. I thought. <laughs> yeah. I can see but that. this is where this is the result of the slide. Chevy is yeah. in a bone pit that is. Yeah adjacent to his bedroom because there's like a hole in the wall and we're do we're definitely doing a fucking psycho ref here he's peering through the hole yeah, 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 yeah. which man the audacity <laughs> and uh, demi just got the right way and fell out into the junkyard and is now confronted by our two disgusting shit babies <sighs> but, but the line that gets me with bobo and i think that andrew's gonna know what it is bobo and little devil they're just screaming at each other's like yeah it's because you're so fat and he's like you're so fat you couldn't sorry we got so fat we couldn't finish high school <laughs> a humorous and then it's just like yeah the, the, and you, you, you ate too much cereal yes it's like uh mr valkenheiser i i don't know how to say this to you sir <laughs> but your grandsons are too fat they can't educate them anymore they're simply <laughs> too fat to learn they're just, what is uh, they must have destroyed every toilet in the school oh See, that could be every time they're in the cafeteria it just all goes away i was pissed off that one of their things is like they appear to only consume cereal because yeah, listen yeah. i'm like a level 10 jerry seinfeld with cereal sure. i love cereal almost exclusively as a nighttime snack when wow, I'm stoned. Okay. not really a breakfast thing oddly sure but like i'm watching this movie they're talking about cereal there's all these like cereal boxes adorning their fucking dilapidated barn they live in or whatever and i was like if this movie if i come out the other end of this movie <laughs> And it makes me hate cereal. I'm going to be <laughs> fucking furious. I would have just loved it if it was just like grape nuts. Well, that's yeah, ruined like grape nuts. <laughs> whatever. Oh, I, I was love, shocked. I love grape nuts. Uh, apparently, the man with the iron stomach over here. You had a fucking hot dog yesterday or today. <laughs> oh, no, that was a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I, I did eat immediately after this movie. Uh, but it was like it was a, a pepper turkey wrap. Well, I was just glad that like I watched this after the, as the summer has ended. Now that hot dog season is finally to a close. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, can I hang on a second? That's yeah. your question. Hot dog season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, point it's, of order? It's uh, all year round. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. December is the one you take off, right? Yeah, but January is a wonderful hot dog month. You can just get a <laughs> hot dog anywhere in January. Well, no, dude, not December, man. That's when sausage claws come. Oh, that's, that's true. Right, yeah. That's right. Can't and be you, turning that dude away. December 26th, sausage claws visits the boys and girls of Chicago. <laughs> and yeah, New Year, new dogs. You it's know, true. You oh, that's just get true. in there. And you, you know, get I guess new... hot dogs are for any time. It's true. So Bobo and Little Devil are just totally naked except for a diaper their heads they're are shit they're shitting themselves they're I shitting themselves they, shit they have each have like a a gerber baby s kind of that, curl yeah that's a gross that's curl. just that's the bridge too far and that's <laughs> them they're and that's like them trying to do that, that's the button on the joke or something it's not yeah. you can't do that no you can't, can't do that it doesn't and we really must talk about their torsos uh this is there are yes a, a Double nipples on both of them. Yes. We got each each of them is gifted four tits. Four tits. I, I saw the tits. So there, there's really more than uh, uh, maybe the undercarriage. Yeah, there's an undercarriage undercarriage. No, no, I know there's, there's more tits, but there's oh, you don't more know about nipples? the nipples. They're my no, I don't, I don't, the I second don't. set of tits oh, okay. is nippleless. No, so nippleless? it's like it's okay. like you got the tits. And then you got the sub tits, which there's yeah. no nipples. And then you got the gut, and then you got the fupa below that. Well, the gut is very important. It doesn't just start immediately. We got a little bit of a slope going on here. It's a low hanging gut, which yes. is very, 
very weird. And, and it makes it, when they walk, it makes you want to vomit even more than you yes. did before. Them walking. Because they're waggle. The guts waggle. And, and it's going in on itself a little bit there, too. So it's, Jane Eckward put this on, waggled around, and was like, this is going great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to film this. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. that was it. Now I'm imagining Alfred Hitchcock speaking of Psycho. Yeah. Please do not be alarmed that I am dressed as a diaper baby, <laughs> but it's it's for the next scene. But if you move, I will. If you move one more time, I will nail your feet to the floor. It would be a perfect cameo for him. Right? Oh yeah, he kind of looks like one of these fellas. Hello, he does. hello. My name is Bobo. <laughs> Good evening. Please stop staring at my four tits. <laughs> I just and they're sweaty and they're. Covered in grease. And the and grease, the amount of grease fluctuates. It yeah. does. Sometimes it does. it's like they're just gross and dirty. And then other times it's like they fell in a vat. And yeah. like the thing of it is, like, I don't know, uh, Judge uh, Vankenheimer, I know that they've been banished outside the house because you find them to be an embarrassment. I would just be like, ah, oh, yeah, and here's some burlap sacks. You always got to wear them. I, if, I, if I go outside for a stroll, I don't want to see your fucking tits. So you better be wearing this large jacket. These dusters I bought you. Just get him some fucking dusters, okay? Yeah. Your grandma left you a bunch of moo-moos. Exactly. Why don't you all just wear them? And it's also rural New Jersey. It's fucking cold out there, dude. That's also true. Winter's so, coming. Is there a kid that died that birthed these things? Somebody must because or they're is, all, they're or all is, uh, Ed Lona or whatever. Did oh, she? I don't know. No, she's she's a virgin, as I can tell. Yes, uh, and she's also like he. The judge says repeatedly that it's uh, his granddaughter. Yes. So where is the parent of this? Yes, because then John the Candy. That. Because cousin or something, I don't no, know. No, Candy has some line about like the judge raised me. He found, I think he's like a foundling or something. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he's a foundling. Yeah, he said he's been working for him since eight years old. Yeah, but so Demi Moore in a twist. Like at first she's terrified, but then like I guess to save her own life, she becomes fast friends with them. They're playing cards and like she starts talking like them as well. Which yeah, it's you know. Pretty savvy, like for this character, pretty sure, cool. But you know, pretty gross for me to have to watch. Yep, exactly. Because <laughs> whatever she's doing, and it could be the greatest thing ever, the scene partners yes. are these two yes. characters who are just slicked in sweat and uh, black oil all over their backs. Okay, let's send the podcast already. <laughs> God damn this fucking thing. There's one part where Eldana kind of has like a Frankenstein's monster oh, right, move yes. and almost throws Demi Moore in a fucking fire hole. Pretty we want to play with her. Yeah, yes. and that's how she gets in this cage where she's playing cards and she's not sacrificed here. Um, but then now Chevy Chase has to marry Eldana and then in... And I mean, I don't know, like, it must have been a Warner Brothers note of just like, well, if we're going to give you $40 million for a movie, you better have a cool rap group in it. And well, it's, it's like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, well, he's from the world of SNL. What's the musical guest yes. for this movie? Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> With musical guest, Digital Underground. Listen here, the Warner Brothers Corporation has another side, music side. <laughs> exactly. And we've yeah. got a nice, a wonderful group of fellas named the Digital Underground, and they would love to be in your picture, Mr. Aykroyd. You know what's interesting, though? I looked it up the same year that this movie came out uh the first adams family movie came out yeah and what's oh, yeah. what's kind of funny though is adams family had the mc hammer song 
But Hammer only did a video yes, where the actors were in it. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't in the movie. Right. But, but, but what's funny is that's a great movie where if you had had MC Hammer cameo in it, it would kill it. Yeah. The reverse is true here. This movie is so fucking terrible <laughs> that when this left field cameo happens, you're like, oh, my God, the movie's saved yes, temporarily. Yes, that's exactly how I felt watching this. There's a good gag of one of the guys in the band when he first sees the judge, he takes off a pair of sunglasses, then another pair of sunglasses, <laughs> and then another pair to be like, whoa, I'm surprised. Uh, and then he's like, oh, you're a, a musical brand. Prove it. And they do, they just do a number, and it's just like outrageous. Yes. I mean, it's, then, it is the best part of the movie because the song's is. pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. The, the judge likes it. He, he gets oh, at his organ. Dancing. He does an organ solo. The, oh, just man, like, and, eh. Gross town again because we're playing this organ and we got to do close ups on his old disgusting oh, yeah. hands and, and with the bikini girls all over, like oh next yeah there's to a him. babe like coming up next to him oh yeah you gotta ask my d <laughs> <laughs> but they, I mean they charm him and and good on them and he like waves all the fees and says you know that they can let he's gonna let them go for their contribution for the common good and which, uh, which is which is good and what's your name uh Tupac Shakur okay I'm gonna talk to my friends at the LAPD about you uh just to, you know just to give them a little bit I'm a fantastic musician you understand but uh the attitude I don't know yeah I mean that's the sad thing is that, that man only had a co- so much time on this earth that he had to spend so much of it in nothing but trouble yeah. he had to spend it in nothing but trouble, he made multiple movies with Jim Belushi. Oh yeah, <laughs> goodness gracious! That one with Tim Roth. Ooh. Oh yeah, I mean, I think the only time he—well, not the only time, but like you know—he dodged stuff with like Poetic Justice. Yes. Great movie. You know, no no fucking weird comedians in that movie. <laughs> no SNL alums either. Exactly. <laughs> Thank the Lord on that one. Uh, but so, but they also have to. They're going to watch the wedding as witnesses and also play music while the got to play a funky. Here comes the bride. That's yeah. fun. And Eldana comes Ooh. in. We also, also get- Chevy Chase has been promised, like, if you marry her, like, yeah. you're going to inherit a fuck ton of money. And I'd be like, prove it, motherfucker. I see how you live. What are you yes, talking exactly. about? Yeah, yeah. Look, can you tell me exactly where Hoffa is buried? Because that might get me some money, honestly. And, you know, they, 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 they do the marriage. There's a big kiss, which I'm sure, again, that uncle is having a good laugh at. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Truly stunned, by the way, that Chevy Chase agreed to be kissed yes, uh, by, by a man on camera. <laughs> Didn't take, I mean, it's, it's a very like closed mouth. Two faces like kind of smash at each still, other. Well, he knew yeah. the Christmas Day laughs. <laughs>, <Christmas Day. laughs. Listen, Can you imagine it? <laughs> I think if that happened, dude, a real life crisis over the cancellation of Christmas would have happened. That would be that would be the fucking first and last shot of the war on Christmas. Yep. Releasing nothing but oh. trouble. Hey, yep. It might have actually helped it. us uh, uh, cut it off at the pass. That might have killed Warner Brothers right there. <laughs> that might have done the fucking thing. What do you mean I can't make Batman Returns? Oh, wait, they made nothing but trouble? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a personal favorite, but I, I get it. <laughs> uh, but so... But as <clears throat> right after the wedding, he's uh, Chevy Chase is like, no, no, take me with you. I, I need to go with you. Digital Underground, save me. Like, oh, she were lying the whole time. Bone stripper for you. Yep, totally. I do like there is a nice reversal of who gets a, a funny one liner yeah. at the wedding because Chevy's like, uh, you know, well, she is uh, kind of special in her own way or something like that. And then without me missing a beat, 
uh, the judge is like, well, you'll never have car trouble. <laughs> uh, and uh, as the digital underground is leaving, he's like, please take me with you. He's like, no, I was nervous on my wedding. I forget who says it. One of them is just like, yeah. uh, I was nervous on my wedding night too. Don't worry, man. Like, <laughs> they kind of just like, I'm leaving this movie. But then we get this, you know, the DSS mocking of the, the fucking bone stripper just falling apart for no sure. explanation. You need something like Chevy Chase needs to be smart enough to put like a boat or something in there. Like, yeah, there needs to There's got to be something. Instead, Maybe Demi Moore sabotaged it while she's running around. Exactly. Backyard. Because instead they just play it as like, this is a thing that happens all the time, yes. yeah. which like, okay, oh, none sure. of your other dumb shit's broken down what? in this movie. Get Bobo over there to fix your goddamn bone stripper. What are they doing out there? Yeah. This is when there's like three scenes missing because <laughs> it's just that <laughs> it just it, it cuts and then like all of a sudden there, there, there's a quick scene of them of uh, Demi Moore having fun with Bobo and Little Devil and it cuts immediately to this guillotine machine and uh, what you would call it, the judge has her and he's like that shit you're gonna die now Demi Moore I'm like this does not make any sense no no because no, now they want to I guess get Chevy Chase out of hiding to save her so he she, he can take her place and and this guilt this guillotine machine or whatever it's got it's like a plows or yeah, something. it's like three snow plows set at an angle it's pretty, pretty cool. fucking I gotta tell you Gallagher must have been pissed right this is 91 this is prime prime Gallagher time you're gonna fucking smash or cut into a watermelon on my fucking dime oh, my Gallagher was always the best with the sledge <laughs> You're right. They do test this out with a bunch of watermelons. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, nothing but legal trouble for you, you sons of bitches. Ah, uh, yes. A mustachioed comedian came in here once. He had a, a set of hammers with him. We took that from him. We also took all of his watermelons, 200 in total. He's watching fucking nothing but trouble. He's like, oh, my God. Sheila. Sheila. Get in here, Sheila. They stole my plowatine bit. That'll stole it. Now, not only do I have to sue my own goddamn brother, now I have to go to war with Dan Aykroyd. Oh, no. My legal fleet is thinning out. <laughs> and then he disappeared mysteriously. No one ever noticed, though. Oh, son of a bitch. Dan, I could do what Dan Aykroyd does. I could have been on SNL. I could have been the digital underground mark. <laughs> Yeah, well, they had the Humpty Hump. Well, I had something pretty anti-Semitic to throw back. <laughs> I don't know if that's even music, Mark. <laughs> exactly, Mundo. But so, like, they tired of this thing, and it's like, you better come out in five seconds, or we'll cut her in half. And Chevy creates a distraction by throwing a barrel of oil into a bunch of other Donkey Kong-esque barrels. <laughs> he causes a huge explosion to which these fucking things, one of them just goes, I think I dirtied my diaper. Because you needed it. You needed We knew they were wearing a diaper. We needed to know that shit was coming out of yeah. someone's asshole. I, you know, wouldn't it have been enough, ladies and gentlemen, that like, you're just looking at this thing and it's wearing a diaper. Of course it shits no, its pants. Of course. No, no, no. You have you, you're seeing all the bad on the outside. You need to know the inside's worse. The one place that's being covered there, yeah. it's somehow worse than what's going on here. Uh and in the start of the classic, we had no fucking idea how to end this movie. Ugh. Chevy and Demi escape. They there's a train coming by. They both get on it and they're like, "We're gonna ride the rails into the city." Guess what? Credits. Then that, to that's Brazil. a great time to end the movie. It's yep. been enough already. Yes. Nothing but trouble. Figure some stupid one liner to have a blackout note. Sure. 
Ha- There's your movie. Have all the drums start an actual explosion where the whole place do what yes. they actually end up yes. doing right. right now. Right there. And then we can be done with this. And here's what it is, right? It Maybe you don't even need a joke because it's not a comedy. Like, they're on the train. Like, wow, that was wild. Can't wait to get back to the city. Maybe there's some crack about brunch or something. And then... The last shot is the two fucking gross things are hanging onto the back of the train. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, they both, the, train, uh, the train goes all the way back to Vancouver. Right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, slept too long. Dro- yeah. Dropping off coal for the fucking bone stripper or something. <laughs> Bobo and Little Devil do a chest bump and turn into station. And a greater <laughs> yes. diaper baby but, comes. Precisely. I mean, it really does feel like the movie ends, but then it doesn't because the, now we're presented with Brian Dol Murray out of nowhere. <laughs> Dude, Raven Barry? And then Who's Raymond? Uh, 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 Raymond's father in. Uh, oh yes, from in, Justified. From Justified. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, odd thing with Brian Doyle Murray, man. He's in the last like ten minutes of this movie. Yeah. Right up there at the top of the credits yeah. Oh, yeah. in the there's, opening. There's not that many people in the movie. I guess I don't know. Because I mean, people are like, oh man, it's going to be just as good as Caddyshack because <laughs> <laughs> that had him and Chevy. All I just right. imagine someone being like. I'm gonna throw. Oh, I threw up. The, I threw up in the hot dog scene. Oh, the ba- diaper baby throw up. Brian Dole Murray is coming, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> He's I, gonna I, save I, it. He's gonna save the movie. He's coming. He's gonna, it's like waiting for Sausage Claws, yeah. who also looks like Brian. Dole oh, Murray. Just, oh my god! I've been throwing up, and I just I haven't laughed at all. But fucking Brian Dole Murray is <laughs> in the top of the credits. I can't wait to hear his gruff voice. Do you think people were watching the like big like Brian Doyle Murray heads were yeah, watching this movie, course. and they're like. Well, where's Brian Dummer? Is he the other fat thing? <laughs> <laughs> One of them is clearly Dan Aykroyd, but is that a little bit? I actually thought that when I was watching it before I went on IMDb, I thought that was Rick DeCumman, actually, that the other one was. Oh. That wouldn't shock me. That would have been something. But no, yeah, so it's just, it's, they're at the FBI, and they're like, there's all this crazy shit. They make a diagram. They, they take a sh- It's very smart, at least. It was relieving to me. It's very clear that they've sh- both showered. They both yes. have like towels and their oh, yeah. hairs are wet. And I'm like, it just made me feel a little relaxed. Well, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever, Showers exist? That's whatever cool. the zoo masters do to the elephants, that's <laughs> what you should be getting here. It's just absolutely water scraping the stuff off. Oh, yeah. Take 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 like a, a real high pressure. Like when Kramer gets the fucking shower yes, head. Absolutely. You should be like Tank Girl at that one camp. Oh, yeah. Get some delousing powder. Absolutely. No, that's the end of your movie is they get there and like Brian Dolomar is like, well, are you going to tell me what this crooked judge is doing? Like, Can I please take a shower? Well, all right. And the credits start going up, and it's just Brian Don't Worry outside his shower door knocking. You gonna come out anytime soon? What's oh man, this has been this is a long shower. Man, they paid me for the day. <laughs> That's a funny joke. Yes, it would be way funnier than the rest of the movie. There is one kind of, I thought, sort of funny thing here, and I don't know if they understood just what a comment on the film overall this is but that whole it is a pseudo like pepe silvio thing yes, the diagram they're making and they're just doing like the two of them are basically talking at the same time like talking <laughs> over each other and then this happened and then we're here and then what was that and and i was like oh this is like a perfect encapsulation of just how little sense any of this makes nope. like they're literally trying to explain the movie and they can't and they they stop and they're just like well this is this was stupid, but this is what happened. <laughs> well, maybe maybe if you see it, you'll understand it. That's so they I mean. drag them to the yeah. FBI, the military, and the police, it <laughs> yes. seems. Jersey are, troopers yeah. are all yeah. on their way to the Vulcanizer estate. And like, so they get up there. And, of course, Stan Aykroyd comes out. Where, 
What, what, what do you mean? Yeah. Was, I'm yeah. just an old man. You might want to take a look behind you. There's a bee's nest. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, and everybody and, is corrupt and I correct. Alvin. And that's, you know, I mean, like, again, that's a comment on the law enforcement society yeah, of America. It's saying something at least. Yep. Yeah. It is. You know what I mean? And that's sort of something. And then. But uh oh, the the gas is now exploding. So like, there was that quick line of like, and since you know what you know, oh, we yes. have to come to some understanding. So they're going to kill be killed. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was waiting for like uh, the Bonnie and Clyde times ten <laughs> for Chevy Chase. Like, don't oh, show yes. Demi Moore. Yeah. I can't handle that. But wa- <laughs> let me let me watch Chevy Chase get the Sonny Corleone like times ten. Or, I'm good. Or I want to watch fucking uh, like I want to watch fucking uh, Brian Dole Murray platoon like. Ex- Explode <laughs> from a gas pocket. That would be yeah. great. And you know, here, the one I was almost going to say was another like DSS machina, but they did set it up at least when they're driving yeah. through the town. It says caution sinkholes. Yes. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So everything starts to sink and explode. The town, the house starts going under, and uh, Chevy, uh, Chevy Chase gets into his shitty Beamer and drives away. You, you, yeah. yeah. You don't see anyone die. Really, you don't see Adora die. You don't. Uh, the Dan cousin Orbit, falls into the fire, but you don't other linger on lady. it. Yes, yeah. So it's like, and then it's the second ending of this fucking Return of the King situation where oh. we're watching it on. He has a nightmare, uh, and then she's like, "I'm going to take a shower." He's watching a TV report about the town in Pennsylvania, and someone turns around to the camera, and it's it's fucking accurate. It's like, "I'm going to go visit my son-in-law, coming to see you, Chris." See you soon, banker. <laughs> Going to the big city. Do you see the dick on my face? <laughs> yeah, that's and yeah, the yes. penis is back. And he says, "No, you're not." And he runs through the wall, and there's the cartoon outline. Mm. Yeah, it's a Chevy Chase fucking. It's a human being outline yes. through the wall. Yes. Yikes! And then cue same old song again, and we're out. Oh, we have right. no, 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 no. We gotta go to Brazil then, right? Oh, oh yeah. right. Brazil happens <laughs> before, it yeah, okay. just by like a minute or two. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah they're just, there. Like yeah, apparently, uh, uh, John Kennedy becomes the police, uh, the their security chief, right? Yes, and he's that, fucking the other ladies. Doing great. This explains the Bolsonaro situation. Honestly, <laughs> you're letting John Candy have this kind of power. This is where this ends here, buddy. Oh man! Speaking of, this is where this ends. Uh, this movie blissfully ends. That is the end of nothing but trouble. Uh, recommendations, of course not. Uh, but final thoughts, Steve, the man of the hour. We'll start with you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry for what I did. <laughs> I wish this never happened in so many different ways. <laughs> it is sort of weird that this movie is kind of blamed for uh, killing the careers of Aykroyd and I mean it killed his directorial career but like oh this was the beginning of the end for Chevy Chase it just sort of happened in the 90s it happened to Bill Murray to that old guard yes. SNL thing it had to shift out you yeah. know what I mean like yes. you needed, Tommy boys coming out we're yes. moving yes. on a it was you needed yeah. to grow or die and they you know Chevy Chase didn't he was trying to do the same thing and it didn't work out so that's one thing it, this movie's repulsive and reprehensible and I have no I, it's just so inept and just so not a thing to watch. That's me. Chris Cabin. I, I can't say you need to see it, but as a curio, I understand it's a attraction. It's terrible though. Like I, I, I went back and the fact that there are not that many deaths kind of does hurt it a lot. Even like I might even have been able to deal with it more if that happened. I didn't even maybe even need the fucking wet stuff the blood yeah i just needed something yes. here and it's just like 
Nobody knows what to do. Chevy Chase is difficult to enjoy. <laughs> um, and, and so I'm just like hanging on to like the Dan Aykroyd's spirit and like the <laughs> 10 minutes of John Candy I get and Demi Moore, which is not much. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I would say generally not worth going back to. This is absolutely a no. I mean, this is this movie has haunted me my whole life. And sometimes I've actually confused it with another movie, which I think would make an interesting double feature if you want to punish yourself severely. Ooh, I like this. You watch this and you watch Lucky Stiff from 88, directed by Anthony Perkins, Ooh. written by Pat Proft, the Police Academy and Hot Shots writer. It's about a fat guy being chased by cannibals. Uh, it also sucks. This, this sucks too. Uh, yeah, this it's it's really it's a it's a repulsive film. Uh, there's really nothing else to say about it. I mean, I guess I do think because it is so bad and it's such a what are we even doing here that it is a curio. And if if you are curious, if you if you you know big SNL buff, sure. SCTV buff. It was a big, you know, SCTV reunion as well as SNL people. So, like, there's that. I don't know. See if you will be disgusted. It yeah. is fucking terrible. And, Steve, you're totally right. I mean, this comes out and then Chevy Chase goes to Memoirs of an Invisible Man, Cops and Robbersons, <laughs> which is terrible. Ooh, that's we will a be back for that episode. one. That's a total yeah. stay tuned. That's him and uh, Jack Palance. Oh, boy. Vegas At least everyone's vacation. fucking well bathed in t- <laughs> Cops and Robbersons. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um, it's probably funnier too. Vegas vacation, too, yeah. Uh, well, then he does. He doesn't appear in a good movie until Dirty Work. Yeah, and that. So there you go. Uh, yeah, and whatever. It couldn't have happened to a bigger ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just that Gen X thing that need, it needed to happen, basically. Yeah. Um, but that is going to do it, and oh, we are God. just getting started here on season thirteen of We Hate Movies. Season thirteen. Oh wow! Back to win. Eric is back <laughs> yes, to win. Just like Master Chef, it's not going to be the season of losers. <laughs> we hope we're rooting for losers. Me and Andrew, big losers. Oh yeah. But you know the seasons. The kids already kicked off on Patreon. We have a you know nice big fat honking episode on Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. That's right. Where you find folks available now. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Uh, and uh, what else is going on this month? We on got Patreon? a Melro two one zero. Oh, sure, that's a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, the, yeah, the the nine zero two one zero is uh, Brandon interfering with the life of an ice skater. Weird, <laughs> pretty <great>. strange. <laughs> strange that he would interfere in people's lives. Well, in Gleep Glossary, where we're going to do a uh, Weequay, which is a hmm. type of person in star wars <laughs> and also this it was one of the dudes at jabba's palace oh, nice. his race has since reappeared in the mandalorian we'll dig into that on our star wars shine show Ooh, there you go. available exclusively on patreon that is mm-hmm. right patreon.com slash we hate movies now here on the main feed like i said season 13 just getting underway steve next tuesday what are we doing Ooh, we are staying in 1991 somehow because <laughs> It's Stone Cold. Yes. Hell oh, yeah. the Brian Bosworth. Lance Henriksen is the devil in this movie. Yes. Classic. Ooh, He's not the devil. Never He's seen close. it, but this is a long time coming, not only for me seeing it, but for us covering it. So and we're not, we're not going alone because Josh Lewis of Sle- the Sleezoids podcast will be on the show That's as well. Right. Tor- coming back. Toronto's uh, yes. own. So come out and see us in Toronto as well. Indeed. And I haven't seen this movie either. Really? No. Oh man, never caught it. Oh, you're I've heard. Be very I've happy. heard legend of Stone Cold, <laughs> and for like the first five years of me hearing that legend, I thought it was something having to do with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> you you thought you loved Lance Henriksen? You yeah. don't love Lance Henriksen. Yes. 
You will after this. This is, <laughs> oh, this is what's going to do it. That is something to put on a poster, dude. Uh, <laughs> so until next week with Stone Cold, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.